just look back at a whole and and kind of reevaluate this what kind of year 2014 has been. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> let's think about it. Um, Ebola has been like a thing. I, we, none of us got it, right? We're good. I don't think so. No. I was actually, I was actually in Texas. Like I, I got back from Texas and that day they announced that somebody in Texas had it. And you're like, oh shit. Like you start like patting <laughs> yeah. yourself down. Like, oh, and it was, it me. wasn't even just, it was Dallas too, which is where it happened. So. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot. it. You know, I, I, I don't know if this makes me a bad person, but I just, I mix up like Ebola and like the bath salt trend. Like they, I, I feel like they just go hand in hand. Both of them eat flesh. So yeah, something but like it's that. bath salts. It's because you're living in Florida, two different locations completely. <laughs> As definitely a Florida ass Florida thing. Uh, I don't know. Bath salts and Ebola are completely different from my point of view. I mean, uh, the thing about Ebola is that it's like a hemorrhagic fever, so you start bleeding from all kinds of interesting places. Whereas with bath salts, it just you know turns someone into a ravaging. Uh, maniac yeah. with the munchies for human flesh, uh, total totally different stuff. Drug zombie. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with uh, rabies zombie. Like rabies you're zombie. you're okay. like your old yeller in 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 dude guy form. But dude, mm. uh, this has kind of been a sad year a little bit. Dude, Ralph Bear recently passed away too. That was a which that sucks. Yeah, that was a that was a kick to the nuts. Somebody or walked ovaries up to him for both. Somebody walked yeah, up to tell you that is sensitive aside. He he seemed he he seemed like he lived a happy life, a happy long life. So it's I, not like it's not like he like some tragic like it's not like he died how uh, Gumpei Yokoi died. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he was just he was just like I think someone walked up to him <laughs> suspiciously him, in a car at high speed. <laughs> someone went up to him and asked him if games were art and he said fuck this and just <laughs> Died. <laughs> no, dude. Oh, it's terrible. Someone oh, walked up to him worse. and said, just, "Somebody walked, walked up to him and, and said, showed him Sonic Boom." Yeah, someone walked up to him and asked him if games are art, and he said, "Fuck this, you're nerds." And they, he, he died. I bet that dude's a pimp in real life. I know. He just died in his last pimp, dying pimp. breath. He's just like nerds. Nerds. Yeah. Fucking nerds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he also created Simon. If you remember yeah. that thing, yeah. And mm-hmm. Chuck E. Cheese. I know that was Nolan Bush. Yeah. Oh wait, no, did he? I think I, I think so. Yeah, I think that uh, that might have uh, actually been him too. Oh, he was big dude. into like he's like mechanical and animatronic like stuff, right? Creepy motherfucker. Well, okay, no so if he created Chuck E. Cheese, then some Chuck dumb Cheese. motherfucker showed him Five Nights at Freddy's, and that didn't. Yeah. End. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. This is my yeah. legacy. No. Oh no, it was yeah. uh, it was it was Nolan Bushnell. It was Nolan Bushnell. Oh, See, yeah, fuck that guy and his like cigar smoking ass hot tub. <laughs> fucking pedo <laughs> bullshit <laughs> motherfucker yeah we got him good for him yeah Nolan. oh dude he seems like the kind of person that put a head out on somebody i would be careful dude yeah hr geiger hr geiger fucking passed away and then alien resurrection like oddly came out months later to mm. I don't. I still don't know how to feel about it. To be honest, looking back, I was so I was so fucking amped. I was juiced for that game, dude. Like, like I. Uh, I didn't see it on any of our lists, though. I I, I wonder why. 
Yeah, I wonder why too. I'll tell you fucking why. Read my review. You read my review. Um, yeah. Oh God, dude. What else? What else happened? Didn't something big happen as well that we're missing? Twenty fourteen. Oh God, GamerGate. That's a fuck. Uh, fuck. I am. I almost put that down as one of my categories for this, like the the Mako. Yeah. I, was like, I better. I better not even acknowledge it. I. I don't know. I there's a lot of different camps that either say you need to acknowledge it and there's camps that don't want to acknowledge it. I just don't. Uh, I maybe I'm a jerk for saying this. I just don't care. That's kind of a jerk thing to say. I I, I think, but I don't know. I think everyone's entitled to their opinion. Mm. I think I want to be entitled to the opinion of I don't care. Another <laughs> guy, guy, guys, guys, opinion, guys be lazy about it either way. <sighs> another I bullshit just, thing from this year would be like the Lizard Squad. Uh, mm Hmm. Wait, yeah. why does that sound so familiar? They're supposed they, to be doing this big thing for the holiday, well, like hitting everything. Supposedly, awesome. they got shut down though. Ah, uh, yeah. But what was it? The uh, another, finest squad. Yeah, yeah, another squad took them down. Oh shit, man! Squad Wars. <laughs> yeah, Damn, man. This that is sounds legit. like a really gonna, shitty app that I should be downloading. Dude, this is gonna be like the Warriors, man. It's gonna be amazing. I can't <laughs> wait. God. What Love if it. everyday life was just like the Warriors? If everyday life was like. The Warriors meets Fast Times at Ridgemont High meets uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas meets uh, The Fisher King. Like, I, 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 I just created the most fucked up Wizard of Oz like story, but I'm telling you, it could be a thing. I'd, I'd call... Oh, man. I don't know what I'd call it, actually. I think almost everyone that you mentioned... At least someone from one of those films is dead, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. Oh, dude, Bob Hoskins. Which, by the way, so apparently Sony is trying to fucking make a new Mario movie. movie. I love how, like, Robin Williams died this year, and instead of mentioning Robin Williams, you're like, ah, Bob Hoskins. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Yeah, Robin. (laughs) That was really, like, I don't think you guys understand how hard. And I just realized, and I mentioned the Fisher King. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And then you're like, nope, Bob Hoskins. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's funny because he, he like, made the Mario movie. His soul is not cleansed. Like he, he's gonna have to atone for some sins. What do you think he would have to atone for first? Uh, Super Mario Brothers or Spice World? Wait, what? He was in Spice World. Yeah, dude. Now, first off, Spice World's good. So <laughs> we we don't need to get that. We don't have to talk about that. Well, Spice that, World's that, like ironically good, dude. Does it count? It's well. Mm. Man, it's like yeah. Friday the movie edited for TV format good, ironic. Like, so bad it's good, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ugh, mm. oh, man. I did not know who's. I, I can't believe that, yeah, I can't believe I glossed over that. I didn't gloss over it. Like, you, 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 if anything, you, you brought the tragedy back into my life, Andrew. Oh, no, I'm sorry, everyone's I know. Yeah, don't, don't want to rehash it. Yeah, and, you know, I don't know if I touched on it, in regards to the show prior, but, and, and I'll make it quick, you know, who the fuck is anyone to really condemn or otherwise judge someone based on their circumstances? You didn't know the man, you didn't know what he went through, and regardless of what he may have given you and the, the image that he carried on, 
you didn't fucking know. And to really judge or otherwise disregard the merits or the qualities of a human being because of a choice they made, especially in light of so many extenuating circumstances that may have been surrounding that, that fucking completely go on outside of your little fucking like glass ceiling life of a of fucking uh, when it comes to like social shit that, that that goes completely beyond your comprehension and your like I said in your little trapped world with its own ga- glass ceiling fuck you don't don't pass judgment if anything learn from it respect the man what he gave you and carry on and make sure that you can do something within your meaningless existence to make everyone feel good about the fact that it is okay to live and living's nice. I don't know. I know I just got dark there for a second, but like it, it, it fucking infuriated me that that was like the fallout that came from that whole thing. This has been the PPR preach cast. I know. Right? Yeah. I was going to say like, Hey, we're, we're going to make sure we do our part to make sure everyone remembers us by talking about some video games that we like this year. God. Yeah. Exactly, Jesus but somebody Christ. do me a favor. Somebody throw a "Did you know?" comment over, over the I don't know something, something that like. Well, I I talk about the NBC like shooting star thing. Yeah. The more you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, did Uncle Phil die this year? or Was that last year? I think that was last year. Oh, good. Like, yeah. good, good thing. Good, thank <laughs> God. I don't know if I could deal with both in one year. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle both. I, dude, I was right there with you because, like, you know. Th- I've got dad issues. Dude, I can't Ultimate Warrior also passed away this year. Totally yeah. forgot about that. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. That was Oh, actually, dude, uh, Tyson. Mike Tyson? No, no. George. Tyson Stevens. Oh, yeah, Tyson Stevens. Thank you. Uncle Phil. No, not Uncle Phil. Um Who are we talking about? Who yeah, Tyson Stevens. Tyson Oh dude! Yeah, yeah god yeah. damn it. Yeah. Yeah, I can fucking I feel like an idiot. Scary kids scaring <laughs> kids. Lead singer. Um and I don't know. That was that, that's from I, I completely forgot about that. There was um uh, that's a crime within itself because then we have we have uh as I lay in prison for plotting the murder of my wife, <laughs> still <laughs> fucking trying to like make his grand escape, and then Johnny Craig fucking stealing iPads from a different continent every other month. Um, yeah, god damn, dude. Totally forgot about that. But, hey, you know what? This is totally not the melancholy radio, um, hour. This is, uh, this is Press Pause Radio, Golden Zonkey. Some cool shit happened this year. Like, yeah. video games. And we, we, we liked some of this year. <laughs> yeah, I think this year is definitely... Was, was, were we, were we super bummed and negative last year? Or was that the year Brian? No, we liked last year, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Last no, year was good. really even Sarah liked last year. Well, you you started yeah. off. You started off just now. So who died this year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, in memory, we had a little. In well, no, we started off with the Ebola. There was Ebola. <laughs> I wonder sure. if there's like some other fucking thing that happened. Like, God, I don't. Well, there's a lot of stuff that happened. ISIS. Yeah, there's that. You fucking ruined Archer. Like that's my first world fucking reaction from it. All this, mm-hmm. all this, all the other crap that's going on with the the police killing people. Oh Jesus Christ, Ferguson! I knew I was forgetting something. God damn it! <laughs> the biggest thing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Holy shit! And you know what's funny? Oh, 
And it's pretty bad, too, because, like, the protesters are still kind of making uh, commuting uh, a, a thing. God damn. See, this is what happens when, like, you, you go on, like, a fucking 14-hour binge of, like, operating in the real world, and then you sit down to record a dumb fucking podcast about video games. And somehow, somehow barely get away with talking about video games within the first, fuck, I don't know, 10 minutes. Yeah. But most other people aren't listening right now anyway, so it's Yeah, fine. they tuned out. It's fine. It's um, cool. So, yeah, this is Press Plage Radio, The Golden Zonkeys. This is uh, our third annual Golden Zonkeys, fourth. I, we lost count. But it's for 2014, and we're about to talk about the fucking best video games of the year and some other really cool shit, uh, events, uh, particular, just... We're going to look at the just the whole year in gaming. And and this is the part where like we we we're going to stop pulling on the tragedy lever and we're going to fucking turn those frowns upside goddamn down. And oh man, I kind of want a warrior sequel now. Can we Sorry, I shouldn't have mentioned it. Yeah. So, thanks, dude. Yeah. Thanks. The game was good. I like the game. Oh, dude, yeah. The game yeah. was fucking really good. Especially mm-hmm. in light of like, oh, but you know what? Rockstar was behind it, so that's a big, that's a big reason why. I mean, what was the last thing that Rockstar did that was like shit that was licensed? Um, no, I, I that was it. I think that was it. I think yeah, I think that's pretty much yeah. Because like EA did the Godfather's games, and mm-hmm. those those games are terrible. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. I don't even know who the fuck did Reservoir Dogs or Sopranos, um, for that matter. But, yeah, dude. Come out and play, yay! Fucking throw the theme music. Let's do it. We've sidetracked long enough. If this is your first rodeo with the Golden Zonkeys, let's let's go ahead and, and prepare you for what you're about to uh, anticipate with this nice little fucking annual special of ours. First off, the Zonkey is when a donkey and a zebra love each other. That is a Zonkey. And it also happens to be the mascot for all the worthless little baubles that we like to give to fucking kids toys that we call video games that we fucking love dearly uh one slight non sequitur but not really can we can we mention just how fucking good the game awards was this year like let's can we clap can we give like jeff Keeley a round of fucking applause mm-hmm. at least in my opinion he did good dude yeah 
That was the, that was. And the crazy not, thing is, he he actually fronted most of that himself, money wise. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And you know yeah. what, Andrew? Were we not talking about how that's the show that we wanted a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. Dude, well, it's, I, I, you can tell that it was because Spike was involved that it never got to be what it should have been. You know, and I'm sure he probably knew that too. He probably just had to go with whoever's you know putting up the money for it. You know, but Spike had no idea how to do games or a game award show. So they just figure they just, you know, throw whatever they could in. And then yeah. after all those years of collecting that fucking revenue earned from that Portal 2 app nonsense, mm. Keely threw his fucking Game Awards show, and we loved it. I, it did well, and that's good. So, I mean, it's definitely a good sign for, you know, doing future shows. It was good. It definitely focused on, uh, you know, the the good parts of games. The only downside developers. was music. What celebrity was involved? None. Not None? Nowhere. And yeah, the music, exactly. the music was not great though. They no. could probably do better music, but we'll see. Yeah, well, you know, it's not like fucking like could have been worse. Get, get, get Tommy Tellerico or whatever. He can just play the whole thing. It's fine. Uh, that debatable. I, oh, no. I, I know you don't like that guy, but that dude's so into it, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, it could have been uh, worse. You could have gotten like fucking Lord or something. So. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sarah, you're so quiet. So let's talk about our, our panel of fucking hosts who are going to determine these, uh, acknowledgements, these distinctions, these prestigious fucking awards. Uh, we've got yours truly, Georgia Boy Zach's. We've got the oh so lovable optimistic Andrew, uh, mm-hmm. aka Toast, aka, uh, fuck, have we called you Suicide King? Like, how long has that been? Suicide King was my first handle on, uh, One Up. Yeah. Yep. I know, but actually, actually I, I, and I had to get it changed too because someone didn't like the suicide aspect of it. So I said, okay, I gotta change that. <laughs> yeah. So now, yeah, toast because I really like eating. Yes. And then we've also got our our lovable, like, I fucking like, he's, he's easily one of my favorite people ever. We've got Sarah. And. You speak way too highly of me. Uh, no, but. Flattery the, will get you nowhere. It, it doesn't need to, dude. I go through life getting nowhere quite often, so <laughs> fucking yeah. like I I I'm I write that book, dog. Like, uh, but I appreciate it. Yeah, and then finally we've got our new baby face. I love this dude, and he still won't follow me back on Instagram, and I don't care because he's fucking cooler than all of us. We've got Gilly, Gil. I don't pretty, I don't know what else Gil would like to go by. I'm pretty cool. Dude, he's the fucking coolest. Follow him on Instagram. I love this kid. I do. Um, he won't, I don't know though. It's a, if, in, unless you got it's, like a sweet, it's, it's if, because if, you're so butthurt about it. That's why I, I, I yeah, I, I just, I, I, I've never had to experience like the cold fucking grip of rejection before. Are you, I, I like to assume that I was arbitrarily the fucking cool kid that wasn't actually cool. Like I was the Ryan Reynolds or Seth Rogen of like fucking loud internet people, but no. I I like that that title has been stripped from me, and then in comes this Ryan Gosling ass motherfucker, somebody who's legitimately cool. So that such is life, I suppose. So anyway, yeah, fuck my nonsense. That that <laughs> is that is the panel for mm-hmm. Presspage Radio this fine evening, and let let's go ahead and do a rundown of uh, how this is gonna work. How how does Golden Zombie work? Well. I'll tell you how it works. We have all gathered together and uh, this like expert panel of delegation, sweat, tears, blood, and 
everything else that we've needed to put together in order to uh, essentially determine what would be the the cream of the crop that was offered by 2014. We have gotten together and we have broken them down and categorized them under the respective fields that they would fall under. And we're going to sort through the nominations of each category. And by the end of our, our, our little water cooler talk here that you're listening to, that would happen to be our podcast, we're going to, we're going to pick one and that's going to have the clear distinction for that category for this year. And that's how we're going to fucking end 2014 because that's how we fucking do it. Y'all with me? Yeah, but I can't yell really because my baby's sleeping. But yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I want to be I want to be enthused. I want to oh be as God, excited yeah, as you, you are. Oh, yeah, you made a baby. That's also 2014. Right there. You made mm-hmm. a baby. Totally. Oh, man. That Jerry's still out. Big Jerry, Jerry's still out. I don't know if that was a good thing or not. We'll find out soon. It's a good thing. I that mean, could, I it's, could, it's, yeah. it'll be a good thing until we exploit it with Baby Plays Twitch. I tried Baby Plays, but she can't hold her head up. Oh, <laughs> Dude, she, she, yeah, she, Twitch plays. We didn't even talk about how like big Twitch like kind of expanded this year, but that's we already went into a whole episode about that, so we won't sidetrack enough. Let's go ahead, let's get it started. Boom, fucking, it just started. All right, first category, first fucking category, right out the bat, we've got exerciser. best cerebral exerciser. That's I don't like the name of this category. I'm just gonna put it out there because <laughs> you don't I, like it. I keep on thinking it says cereal. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, cereal I, I, exerciser, I, I, like you exercise your right to love cereal, or cereal exerciser, like that's something you're known for, and that's your modus operandi. Is like, oh, he's a he's a cereal exerciser. That guy, he no, that's first all he one. does the one that involves food. All right, yeah. Now, now can, next year, can we decide our best cereal? Dude, I hands <laughs> down, it's character. always. It's, it's ho- always yes, going to be something monster cereal related. Yeah, it's Halloween related. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I'll go with that. Can't beat monster. Hey, but hey, hey, guess what, motherfucker? French Toast Crunch is coming back. So, dude, I saw that. That's my pick. That's going to be my pick. I totally saw that. Yeah, that's going to, that like, that that's definitely going to give a run for the money. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that one year, it was 2013. Yummy Mummy and Fruit Brute came, they saw, and they fucking left. And now it's back to the original Prime 3. And I'm just like, did Yummy Mummy and Fruit Brute not do well? I mean, I only saw I only saw Fruit Brute once, and I never saw Yummy Mummy. Yummy Mummy is the fucking best. And you know what's funny is originally original Yummy Mummy was vanilla, and then they made it like citrus orange in this like fucking rebrand, which was weird. That was never original Yummy Mummy, and then Fruit Brute was always like fruity. So, but this rebrand, instead of making it like assorted fruits, they just made it like cherry, which is fucking really weird. Like. Like, think of a cherry cereal. Can you, guys, can you guys think of any? There aren't any, and there's a good reason why. It's fucking weird. It would not be weird, because <laughs> the cherry's my favorite flavor of anything. Cherry is, like, the flavor of, like, Novocaine, and... It's perfect. It's like Novocaine and cough syrup that's too fresh. You ever eat uh, Luden's cough drops? See? As, as candy? The moment I, I described, like, my, my, he goes, yeah, no, I haven't, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's cherry-related. Ugh, oh, cherry. Mm. It, 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 it's just artificial cherry, too, because, like, real cherries are amazing. They're great. But anyway, the nominees for this category for Best Cerebral Ex- Exerciser, we've got Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft, 
Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, Jazz Punk, and Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. All right. I'm not sure what Jazz Punk is. So Jazz Punk is, uh, we've played it uh, actually different times here and there throughout Indie Mega Booth before it was picked up by Adult Swim Publishing. Uh, it's an indie game that uh, is strange and arbitrary as fuck in like the fact that like there's no clear direction in how you do things. It almost again it it's not like any chamber and, and and like you know trying to go out of its way to be weird. But like imagine a first person adventure game where you're going around and picking up clues, but all of it's just strange to the point where like prop like visual gags or props like things that involve breaking the fourth wall and are completely self-aware that that's a lot of the crux that makes up the flow of jazz punk and it's all done like jazz punk looks like a nickelodeon and adult swim bumper had a like a dumpster baby like <laughs> as far as the visuals and like the weirdness of its aesthetic it's it's, it's a very strange game but um it's also it's on steam like it's, okay, it's full-blown so steam platform. it's like 10 yeah. bucks I, I like it. It's really short, and admittedly, like that that charm, like that that whole appeal of the the, the fucking fourth wall humor and the gag like uh, puzzle dynamics, can get a bit frustrating when there's like ab- absolutely no frust like no direction. So it, it'll definitely test your mind, but you it it pushes you to think like a cheeky asshole. So <laughs> I I and considering that. You know, it was it was really fun to play. I I felt that it deserved a place there. Um, I think before we go forward, Professor Layton Phoenix Wright. Should we really count that because that's been out for a while? I it's, mean, it's it's came out this year. Yeah, but I, I mean, I guess I I would because I think it's like a combination of two really well known puzzle type games. I mean, for different reasons. Like uh, obviously, Professor Layton's like you know. Uh, you know, not puzzle games, but just like you know, like mind. You see, and I love and that kind I, of thing. And Phoenix Rise Car, so you know, like like you know, using intuition and, and you know, placing their clues and stuff like that. I mean, but I, I haven't played the game myself, so I don't know how they combine the two elements. So I is can it, tell it, you that it, I, is, I, it, I is it just I, a Phoenix Wright game with Professor Layton in it? Yeah. Okay. So uh, reviewing the game, I can tell you is if if this game were a cake. Professor Layton would be the cake and Phoenix would be the frosting. It's way mm. more Layton than it is Phoenix. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it, it, I, I, it's honestly, it's like, it's weird because I don't even like to call it a crossover game. Uh, the farther I got into it, it feels more like Layton with Phoenix making a cameo. And it, and it, it legitimately like plays like that because though they introduce a lot of new court dynamics, which is the gimmick that the Ace Attorney games always run with, I feel like even the stuff outside of the court could have like kind of used some sprucing and they they just completely fill that all with Layton like oh because Layton doesn't take place in a court we're gonna make all that like there was a lot of evidence gathering and a lot of questioning interrogation and gathering of uh I would say pertinent details and information that happened in between like court trials from the Ace Attorney games and instead it's all replaced like I'm gonna tell you what you want to hear but first I needed to put these two clock arms together on some fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, sure. Like, that seems like something I should do right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's it is a very Leighton ass Leighton game. Gotcha. Um, but it's 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 still good. I I don't um, know. I I I say that like I have some fucking chip on my shoulder against Leighton. Mm. I I do. I, I don't like his character. I just mm. I don't like the I like it's funny because he's too he's too he's not a gentleman. He's an arrogant pompous son of a bitch. Um, fucking put I don't know. That's me. I'm jaded. Um, but yeah, it, for Phoenix fans, it, it's nice fan service, but it it doesn't do it right. I don't know. It's it's not a weird. the right game. Um, I'll, I'll make the argument for Hearthstone. Um, and I think, honestly, if James was on the show, he'd probably do the same. Um, I think Hearthstone is about as close of a thing as you can get to Magic the Gathering. <clears throat> but, you know, obviously incorporating Blizzard uh, properties. Eh, not Blizzard properties so much, just Warcraft. But the thing about Hearthstone is, like, it seems easy enough when you start playing it. But, goddamn, that game can get really hard. Especially if you uh, if you play against people that know what they're doing. You usually can't win. It's just like magic. Like if they know what they're doing, you're gonna get stomped. Yeah, even um, even with but, the if you tightly build your cards, because I'm still trying to find like the perfect deck and like yeah, and, and you really don't. And, and like that's the thing about it. Like there's so much depth to what you can do into building a deck and what cards will work well. And um, even like the single player stuff is really tough. Like I have the uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, the Curse of the Naraxmus or something like that. I fuck it. People are gonna yell at me. I'm sure that's fine. I don't care. Um, the expansion thing they came out with for Hearthstone, and that's like just single player, just play against you know NPCs, stuff like that, and that shit's hard. Like it's really tough to get through for even, me personally. Even the initial tutorial, like going through that first segment, where they're trying to finish out explaining like a lot of the avatar abilities that you get for single attack after you've tapped your monsters and stuff like that. Even that part. I couldn't tell if I was like when I initially started playing it, if the tutorial was like trying to engineer me into losing automatically for like plot mm-hmm. sake, because it's 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 the plot is Warcraft fan service, but it's still like nonetheless you like it's it's all humorous and enjoyable, just like all the other tongue in cheek shit uh, mm-hmm. from that property. But yeah, it 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 wasn't you were meant to win, and like even then, it 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 kind of it, it's 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 a very um, like I, I want to say, the game slowly feeds you into its rabbit hole, and and when it feels like you, it's gotten you in deep enough, you're like you're you're off to fend for yourself. But then you just get deeper and deeper into it. Uh, it's so funny too because like the newest Skylanders game, Trap Team, uh, they actually that they have they've always done like this little tabletop mini game in it called Skystones, and they basically turned Skystones in this latest iteration into fucking Hearthstone for babies. Like no. it's it's legitimately Hearthstone for babies. I'm like I I I've always slightly enjoyed Skystones, but I fucking love it in this iteration. Nice. So like, it's funny because like when you capture uh, the monsters and and trap team, you get new Skystone cards. So like I'm almost I'm buying more traps, not not just for the monsters really, but just getting excited at building my Skystones fucking deck. So like. There, there goes for me. Like I, fuck, dude. Activision. I might as well have a fucking big bullseye on my asshole where my wallet goes for Activision because, oh, yeah. like, yeah. I, they get, I you, they get you coming and going, don't dude, they? Dude, you really do. Like, it comes yeah. full circle as far as like fucking like all the. What did James once say? I don't deserve to make money. I think he said something around that line. He would say that uh, he was talking about me, I'm sure, because no, because I bought the fucking soundtrack to Super Mario Brothers the movie on vinyl. Oh yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't. Nope, sorry. It's still one of my favorite fucking God. pieces in that in that collection. Jesus, dude, the um, dinosaur. 
Anyway, but yeah, but um, the other games, uh, Captain Toad. I, I know it just recently released. So I haven't played that one myself personally. Has anyone here played that other than? Are you the only one that's played it, George, or uh, Sarah? Have you? I, into I, this? I I think I forced Sarah to play it at PAX. Yeah, oh, it's playable at PAX. It. Okay. Played it at PAX, yeah. And and you hadn't played 3D World before that, right? So this is probably like I had not, yeah. So okay, because it's, it's basically it was it's totally 3D. new to me. It was totally new to me. <laughs> I, I see it. you did there. I got yes. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I said, Hearthstone is my pick because, you know, it is something I feel like is challenging, you know, and it can definitely, you know, keep you guessing, thinking, come up with new strategies, looking up, you know, people's builds. And, and it's portable now. It's on iDevice, uh, iPad. It's on everything at this point. Well, now, like, I play now it, it majority on my iPad. Yeah, it's on iPad. It just came out for Android tablets like today as of this recording. And then it'll eventually be on other devices by like early next year, they said. So, yeah, yeah I wouldn't be surprised if it was fair. like on a Vita, even. Nah, I don't Considering, know. let's not get too ahead of ourselves, man. They don't put anything out on the Vita. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you cheeky son of a bitch. Um, I, I try. Well, I'm actually gonna go with Hearthstone as well. Like, I love Captain Toad. I can make the argument for Captain Toad for days, but at some point, I I feel like the the true like to really get the the full sirloin out of out of the meat that is captain toad is if you you go through and play it uh multiple times to to crew because it like it is a very veiled collectathon but it's fun it's like one of those like you don't even real like you want to do the completion for completion's sake not not because of some sort of nuanced OCD that you've like, you know, picked up in, in the years that led up to modern video gaming to the, like that fucking nasty little trope that hasn't been shed. No, it's, it's just generally fun. Like the level design and all the quirks in, in everything involved. Like I, 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 it's one of those games that I was starting to pick up and use all of the little we gamepad like, features much like super mario world uh a 3d world with uh you know blowing into the mic or tapping on the screen or you know picking and dragging it everyone wants to assume that it essentially takes everything that was within that game and then it's just glorified from there but it's more than that it, i mean there are entire levels built just as a boss level uh there are entire levels that stretch into bigger, longer gauntlets, and it's all—I mean, it's timed. There, there are secret missions. It's a very charming game. Like personally, I—I'll make the case that it's one of my favorite games of this year, period. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like really flexing your muscle and not realizing that you're doing it and getting deep into that rabbit hole, I'm, I'm going to put my money for Hearthstone too. Layton's nothing new. I mean, it's—it's there. The puzzles. I will admittedly say that you know they've—they've they've already gone to such an extent that you're gonna if you've played latent games before there's a few puzzles you'll recognize that are recycled with one slight twist to give it give it that quote-unquote new uh feeling to it but yeah no Hearthstone, i think fucking kills it for this category what do you think sir been awfully quiet well um having played none of them i literally have no opinion <laughs> all right captain Gil. captain toad is all i can say that i've played so i guess by default Yes, <laughs> by process of elimination. Yeah, Gil, man, you're the you're the you're the. I don't know. I guess eh, swing, maybe deciding factor. Yeah, I have I have no opinion. 
So I'm gonna go with Captain Toad because it's the only one that I've really seen. Shit. Well, fuck. So now we got stalemate though. Gameplay of it. It looks fun. I like 3D World. So. Mm. Okay, so that's two and two. Uh. So who, who are we convincing? I mean, if it comes down to it, dude. I mean, if these guys really think Captain Toad, I dude, Captain Toad is pretty. It, it it'll flex it'll flex that brain muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know if you're if you're looking for something that's like best cerebral exerciser by definition, Captain Toad definitely isn't it. Yeah, Captain Toad is is fun. Like it, it makes you think without realizing that you're thinking because the mechanics are that intuitive. Okay, even then though, I mean it's not really like much of a stretch. Are you recanting so... your votes, sir? No, no, no! I'm not recanting my vote because it's the only thing I can vote on. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying that because it's by default for us, it holds a lot less, uh, a lot less weight. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think, think I, I stalemate I, so soon. I know. I don't I'll, think I want to swing because I, I, I you don't like... have to swing. I'll be that dude because, like I said, I really like. I about Sarah's logic is very sound, but at the same time, I think you know, with all due respect, I think you're taking away. A little bit more from uh, Captain Toad than it, you know, should. It, you'll be surprised, and I'll elaborate more in my review. Well, you know well, we, one thing I would say is, if it's anything, and I know it's a lot more fleshed out, it's a lot more like, it's a lot bigger than it is in, in 3D World. What I remember from the, the parts in 3D World, it was very. I had to think because they weren't. It wasn't a platformer. It was a puzzle. So. If it's anything like it was in 3D World, it was very puzzle-oriented. It's, it's even crazier. And not only that, um, the one thing in 3D World uh, that you weren't able to do is it was all completely evasion. But, I mean, later on, you're able to pick vegetables a la Super Mario Brothers 2 style. And mm-hmm. certain vegetables will only be able to be used against certain enemies. So you can't, you can't walk through a doorway carrying anything, whether it's a vegetable or a key. Uh, you can use a key over and over again. A vegetable is only a one-time use. So, I mean, it gets deeper and deeper over, like, okay, so I need to pick this vegetable at this time. And you combine that with, like, the familiar gamepad screen tapping mechanics of raising and lowering certain sections of the level, uh, blowing on a fan to make sure that you can power an engine that's keeping everything together and being able to time when you need to blow on that fan and when you don't and still swinging around and making sure that you can even get to the, I mean, this isn't even the extra shit to try to collect all the collectibles. This is getting from point A to point B of the fucking course. So yeah, dude, shit gets real in captain toad. Like it ain't fuck around. I'm going to go with captain toad. Now that I'm going into these details, fuck her stone. All right, captain toad, you are the cerebral ex- uh, exercise of 2013. And we're, you know, I don't know. I yeah, going going that way. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm okay because it goes into our next uh, category, which I think kind of makes perfect sense and kind of is a good reason why something like Captain Toad is, is a great game. Um, yeah, best studio of 2014. Best fucking studio of 2014. Best studio. All right. Here's and by studio, just so people aren't aware, by studio we mean the best developer. Correct. P- d- dudes that made the game. Yeah, dudes dudes who hang out and fucking get, like, busy on that coding. They fucking make magic. They make that shit work. Straight mm. make it work! Burr, 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 burr. Um, <laughs> so, hey, come on. I don't need those scoffs. You guys are supposed to be on my side. I, um, I am. I just, it makes me laugh. Son of a bitch. 
All right, so Best Studio of 2014. The nominees are Nintendo, Vlambeer, Yacht Club Games, and Blizzard. Let me just, let me start by saying I really want to give it to Vlambeer because I, I do think they make awesome games and just as a company, I I can get behind them. You know, it's like it's like you want to like kind of root for the I won't say they're an underdog, but you definitely want to root for the like the people that make just like the crazy games. You know, the the fun games, the different they games. They had a like, really good year too, despite a lot of like Rami put up with a lot of shit. But I mean, this yeah. year alone, there's Luffrousers, Ridiculous Fishing, and Nuclear Throne. Yeah, and honestly, I, like I want to awesome definitely, games, yeah, yeah, and they're great, and, and you know, and like you kind of want to be the person that gets behind that, you know what I mean? Um, it's kind of like same with like, I don't know, like uh, Devolver Digital was kind of like that as a publisher last year. I, I haven't liked a lot of the stuff they come out with this year as a publisher, but like you know, they're they're kind of like the underdog, you know, like you kind of want to root for them. So I want to, I want to, but I don't think you can deny Nintendo this year. Yeah, you can't, you can't deny it. They <laughs> They single-handedly, I think, releasing good game after like good game just as a first-party developer. I think they single-handedly have been able to get their system back into like, you know, the mainstream conscious. Like, like, like people are actually wanting to get Wii U's. And if you would have asked anyone last year, "Do you buy a Wii U?" I would have told them no, with the exception of 3D World and a couple other titles. Like, I, I was like, no, like it's not. Oh God, it's night and day. Yeah, but, you you laughed at the yeah. Wii the way you laughed at Ouya. I uh, would. <laughs> sorry 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 um you know what's funny he's not he's not even trying to be funny folks he Uh, really does laugh like that because he's an asshole (laughs) it's just every time you say it um but yeah no you're right you're absolutely right it's like night and day it's uh my friend actually drove the other night um Mm -hmm. he was talking all day about how he wanted a wii u and at the end of the night at like a one in the morning he made a Craigslist deal with a dude, drove an hour and a half to go pick up a Wii U, because mm-hmm. he saw because he saw Smash and wanted it that bad. Yeah, like they. I mean, as soon as Mario Kart hit, I think they they were like just on the ground running. You know, it was. Uh, and you're right. Like I did laugh at, at Nintendo last year. Like I didn't give Nintendo a chance, didn't give Wii U a chance whatsoever. They started putting out stuff like 3D World was the first step where I was like, man, this these games look amazing. Like these guys are. Like they they make fun games. That's why I said last year with 3D World, like they just know how to make a fun video game. You know, fuck, uh, you know, interesting story, dynamic characters, and you know, interesting gameplay. I mean, I mean, they they have stuff like that, but they're just like, hey, you can sit down in front of your TV like you were a kid on Saturday morning with a bowl of cereal in your lap, and you can just play a game and have fun. Like that's what they do, and and they did this year. I mean, there's Mario Kart, there was Smash, of course, Captain Toad. Uh, Hyrule Warriors, Donkey Hyrule. Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, Bayonetta Two, <laughs> uh, shit, man, it keeps but, going. I mean, I mean, they they weren't the developer of some of those. I mean, they had a hand in, it, I'm sure. You know what I mean? But yeah, but they they had a hand in all of them. Even Nintendo, Nintendo even had a hand in Bayonetta Two. Yeah, Bayonetta yeah. Two wouldn't have even existed if Nintendo didn't uh, have a hand. Yeah, well, but that, like Nintendo uh, wasn't uh, even like they weren't even like producers. Like they had a hand their their development credit. Their fucking gotcha. from. Nintendo yeah, because Bayonetta is definitely like my uh, argument for them as best developer for sure, uh, or uh, best uh, best publisher for sure. But yeah, as a developer, like they're they're you know first party titles, I think just cemented them as like the best. And Dude, know, even, just... you know what's funny? You know what I think they did right better than anyone else this year. And you gotta admit that what I'm about to say 
It's gonna sound really fucking silly, but it's the truth. Dude, they did DLC right this year. Yep. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Even the pricing, the distribution. Pricing, and it's worthwhile, and it, it's got a heavy amount of content, and it's released in a you know, timely manner. We're not waiting, you know, six months, eight months for DLC like we did with Bioshock or something ridiculous. I couldn't believe like how cheap both of those DLC packs together were. No, I mm-hmm. still can't. Especially because you're not just getting characters. You're 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 or like bikes and parts and tracks carts. And, yeah. yeah, you're getting tracks. You're getting yeah. yeah, you're getting like a fuckload of shit. And it's like what, six dollars for that? For pack, like, yeah. Both together, it was like I think it was eight for one and it was like twelve for both of them. Yeah. And uh, same with like Hyrule Wars, like you're still getting content like every month something new comes out, and like it actually months it makes me want to go back and play the game again. Be like, oh hey, new DLCs out, new contents out. I'm gonna go start playing Hyrule again. And as you're not waiting for three months or however long to get new content, like it's it, it's it comes out at a good even pace. Yeah. Yeah. It. It's. Like oh, Nintendo- and their games also worked too, right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also that. Yeah, there's definitely mm. that. Um, and it sucks because I really want like something like a like vamp. Uh, you know what? Vampire, no, no, you know, no. Not all of their games did work right off the bat because like I've got a number of 3DS games that I needed to friggin' update like everything else. Yeah, but okay, but it was the initial update. It was the it was the day one update, and the game worked. There was no like people complaining that night that they couldn't play their game. You know what I mean? Well, the whole generation is rife with this crap, though, really. Yeah, so. that, like, you, you have to understand, Sarah doesn't mess with any of that stuff. Like, we, we talked about like this I, on shows previously. Like, he just does not mess with it. He's like, nope. There, there are new Dreamcast games that don't need friggin' updates. Like, it's ridiculous. I Yeah, but at, at the same time, I don't know. It's becoming, it's, it's partially that games are a lot bigger, and it's also partly that they can get away with it now. But... That's just what we're getting to at this point. Mm-hmm. But then again, people are like, oh, well, games used to be finished back then. Look, I, I collect retro games. Only like a handful of games that I own are good. A lot of them are totally broken. A lot of them really suck, and it's mostly because of because the games are shit. Because they don't work right. Like, it, it's games like, like, not many games. Like, there was a lot more games back then that came out that didn't work. He's got a point, man. Like... Mega Man Soccer, that shit ain't finished. I love that <laughs> stupid game. Yeah, um, Mega Man Soccer, sure. But, I mean, Mega yeah, Man but 7, I though, mean, that's just like one I that came out the, the same year. Yeah, but you know what? Everybody hates Mega Man 7. For whatever reason. Yeah, Weird, no, right? too. I love that Something game. Bad. That's my favorite Mega Man game, but. Yeah, we're on the same page. Uh, Let's see. But I mean, even then. Fuck, dude. There was the Pokemon uh, Omega, Sapphire, and Ruby. Um, shit, I'm sorry. Alpha, Sapphire, and Omega, Ruby. Ruby yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. And then even like the weirder stuff or even like Fantasy Life and Tomodachi Life. Yeah. Um, shit, dude. You know what's weird that nobody's been talking about? The Persona Q game. It's because it's just a reskinned Etrian Odyssey and that was kind of boring. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. I'm still waiting to pick up my copy. I got the system though. Oh, that system! You know what else was kind of fun too? Man, NES NES Remix was kind of fun. NES Remix was Mm -hmm. really fun, and they just not the first one. Who who was the developer? It's some like it's an indie developer, and I I I almost want to say Way Forward, but I know it's not Way Forward. Oh, what with NES Remix? Yeah, no, dude, that's Nintendo A and D. Really? It's Nintendo A and D, dude. That's uh, E D four, I think. 
Um, yeah, uh, I will say that Ultimate Remix it, for uh, for 3DS. Uh, at that point, uh, yeah, I, I'm not. Fin- yeah, it's uh, no, it's a ri- it's A and D one. Wow. Oh, but they also had uh, Indie Zero help out with development there. I have never heard of this studio. Uh, they had 32 employees, guys. Oh, shit, they're the people behind fucking Retro Game Challenge. See, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was something like that. Okay, so they helped with A&D. That's fucking weird. I didn't even know that. All right, well, and I don't want to take away from Vlambeer. I don't want to take away from Rami. Because, like, and, dude, like, dude went through a lot of shit. Dude went through some clone games, uh, some fucking weird press, uh, and even then a lot of, you know, he had a lot of personal issues that we definitely won't drag out because it's not our business to, but we'll only address for the sake of, like, the context that it's respective to. I mean, he went through some shit, and he overcame. And and even then, man, he's still coming out saying, like, Nuclear Thrones isn't finished, and I, that's one of my favorite, like, just pick up and play Steam games that I'd like to throw, and I can't wait for it to come out to PS4 and, and Vita, and it's <laughs> gonna be fucking, and it's gonna be rad. Uh, but... By and large, I mean... I heard Kirby Triple Deluxe is pretty good, too. Yes, Triple Deluxe is also... I completely forgot that was this fucking year. Yeah, yep. dude, there's so a lot So is Yoshi's New Island, Mario Golf. Yeah, either way, they've been really consistent. And uh, yep. and even then, like, while the 3DS has had, like... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> a really good base. Uh, the Wii U, like, totally turned it around. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny, so did Xbox One, but I... I don't want to say that the Xbox One did that by merit of games, just by fucking value. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. The Kinect's gone. It, like, now, like, you'd almost... You can't almost not buy an Xbox One without it coming with some games. So, like, can I can I be that guy, that mean guy that says the Xbox One's pulling a GameCube? Because I think yeah, it is. The GameCube was, the GameCube was really good. Yeah, the, well, yeah, commercially, though. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but... The, uh, the Xbox One is is all right, dude. I don't I don't, I don't mind it. I don't I don't I don't see a reason for it. <laughs> like I I don't see a purpose. It's a, it, it's a better 360. <laughs> but it's, like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a stronger. It's, it's a stronger I just don't console. get it. It's not like like you still have back like during the 360 and the PS3. You still had a reason to want one or the other. Now it's like, why the hell would I want like? And unless they really start pumping out some like exclusive first-party games, I have no reason to get an Xbox One over a PS4. Hmm. You gotta get yeah. that overdrive, though, dude. You're not. I'm not gonna buy a a, a console for one game. Like, gotta gotta get that Dead Rising Three, dude. Gotta mm, get that. Mm, mm. Oh, but you know that Street Day-Lo. Fighter Five. That Street Fighter Five. Goddamn, <laughs> dude! Shots fired. Yep, yep. We, we have yet to talk war. about that. There's Tomb Raider. Yeah. I mean, we can't talk about that because then we'll get. <laughs> it, it, did you, yeah, did you, did you, I, I, did I'm throwing in my YouTube? vote. Uh, I'm I'm behind you, Andrew. Uh, this one we we've been so far we've been collectual within our fucking uh, decision making. But yeah, it's it's Nintendo. It's yeah. it's it, it. But to be fair, dude, barely because like Vlambeer fucking. I almost it almost like, like kind of like getting ahead of ourselves for the next category. I almost personally want to give it to Vlambeer just because I think I would probably go with Nintendo as a publisher. 
because ultimately as a publisher they're they're putting out these games and they're they're making all these decisions but i don't know i'm i'm kind of on the fence i mean i i think nintendo does take it just in terms of just quality but as a studio for trying new things and, and being more of like you know a gamer's developer i kind of want to give it to lambier but only because i would want to give nintendo publisher i see, I, like, I feel bad thing, i i, I, I don't want to like I don't yeah. want to give Nintendo Publisher. What? Out of no. other people? Like, really? Really? Dude, Telltale Who killed else? it, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Mm. That um, remains to be seen, I think. Well, yeah. I, we'll, we'll get to that. We don't want to get okay. ahead of ourselves. we still got to pick a winner for this category. All right, well, I'm still on the fence, so whoever else is picking, I'll, I'll, I'll weigh in after that. All right, Sarah. What do you, what do you, I'm assuming you're Vlambeer all the way? Oh, yeah, I'm going Vlambeer. Uh they're responsible for some of the very best games that I played this year. So there I can't argue with that. All right, Gil. Nintendo. Deciding factor, Nintendo. Yeah. It's okay. not even no question. Yeah, I mean, Shovel Knight was really good. But there's Shovel Knight, it was one game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even then some of the stuff that Blizzard's it, done aside Hearthstone aside. Especially with like Diablo three and other the stuff. Wild and the Wild expansion was really good. Yeah, Wild expansion was really good, and while uh, Diablo to consoles has been really good. Yeah, like Blizzard. I I think people overlook just how good of a year Blizzard really had. Mm-hmm. It's all. And what's funny is like, I think Blizzard's kind of reassessed themselves as far as being so, like fucking PC stringent. Like I yeah. think this year has been a huge eye opener for them. And if you know, aside from what they've been doing with consoles and uh, portables uh, the outside of the PC realm, if Steambox, uh, depending on what's going to be anticipated with Steambox, I can see them being a big giant in that realm as well. Um, but yeah, I, dude, I gotta give it to Nintendo on this one, man. Like I do, like I said, I, I, <laughs> Lambier had an amazing year, but like, I mean, Vlambeer followed up that year with like a lot of the stuff that they've like collectively came together like Vlambeer has progressively gotten better and better and this year has been like one of the most substantial leaps but I mean in in contrast like Nintendo and and I say this with all wholehearted seriousness like Nintendo was the underdog coming in and <laughs> completely fucking turning this shit around like you know, I I was one of those fucking people that like was making the case for their relevance at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm still like we still make the case, and we don't say this at your expense, Sarah. And you have every right. We respect the opinion that like that you that you stick with, but we still make the case for Nintendo to Sarah. And whether I think he wants to admit it or not, it's like the Grinch. Not and again, don't don't read into that uh, analogy too much. But like uh, we're. We're slowly warming them up to it again, I think. Are, are we, dude? No. no. There is. I don't know. The more I, the more I think about it, the more I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm even gonna get a Wii U, to be honest. But you are, you. I guess you are getting the Xbox One, though. You already mentioned that. Yeah. Well, even then, it's sort of getting tougher on that. But uh, we'll see what's up. Yeah, it's not doing too hot in Japan, so who knows how they're going to be doing with development side of that. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, 
I have a feeling that if I go with Lambeer, I'm 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 so on the fence about it that I'll probably beat the sway. Cause I don't think I don't think I'll turn either one of you two on Nintendo. Nope. I, I don't uh, think I will. And, and I, I'll say, I, this, dude, I it was a hard decision alone. Don't make me go yeah. through that again. Uh, but I don't know. All right, I'll. I, I want to go Vlambeer, but I know I'm just going to probably sway to Nintendo, so I'll just I'll give it to Nintendo. But Vlambeer, I would like to give an honorary award if, if possible. Yeah. Can I, can I, I, dude, we can do that. Let, let's, let's do this. Remember, oh, we let's completely do... forgot. We glossed over one of the most important rules about Golden Zonkey. Every Golden Zonkey, if need be, given the circumstances of how we break this down, discuss this, we got wild card. I don't want to bust uh, the load on wildcard this early in the game. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, just so if there are some point that we need to mention something that trumps it. And you know what's funny is the last two years, wildcard's always gone to fucking uh, three-wheeled Mako. We're like, all this shit bad, but this is the worst shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't Oh, God. So, bring, bring in your own. So, yeah, but I, I'll, I'll say Vlambeer was best small studio, just, just for my own personal sake. I'm dude. I'll, I'll but 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 it's good. But yeah, but but we'll do Nintendo. I think I I, I can't deny it. It's good. But I I, I do like Lambier a lot. All right. Yeah, but, yeah. We'll go ahead and move on to the next category. Then congrats, Nintendo. Uh, I I think they fucking earned that point. Uh, best publisher best of 2014. Publisher. So again, the nominees are in this category: Nintendo, Ubisoft. <laughs> Telltale, see, see, yeah. I was gonna do the exact same thing. <laughs> okay. Telltale Games, uh huh, and Square Enix. All right. Um, I say Nintendo. I think Ubisoft beyond this list is no go. I'm sorry. They <laughs> did Watch Dogs. I thought it was yeah, a joke. They, yeah, they did Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed this year. Like, tr- I know Rogue's kind of good, but like, they did Watch Dogs and Unity. Like, I've never seen a game like Watch Dogs get hyped for over two years finally come out to like just shoulder shrugs that's all watchdogs was was a bunch of shoulder yeah, shrugs yeah but with for every for every assassin's creed and watchdogs there was valiant hearts and there were other games okay it, like it, that's i i get that and like the like the team that did that was like they did child of light they did uh you know, like exactly. the rayman game stuff like that but you can't like you it's, can't dude try, it's you, hard you, but then in trials they did fucking trials yeah, like, but you can't, you can't like take a turd and bury it and then put a flower on top of it. Still gets not <laughs> shit. I'm sorry, like you, you can't. I'm sorry, you can't overlook that. Yeah, I didn't think they would win like a snowball's fucking chance in hell. <laughs> but you wanted to throw them in, yeah. Um, well, no, but dude, I they were they were given they were given. I I nominated them to be honest for the other reasons, but fucking uh-huh. iodine. Iodine. I mean, I don't want to like spoil too much of the behind the scenes that uh-huh. go into it, but I, dude, like, I no, think I, I almost want to hear his defense on it. I'll, I'll have to see some writing on that, maybe his defense <laughs> against Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah. I hey, because he doesn't talk. I don't think I've ever heard him speak. He just he, he's a, he's a dial text, tone. Yeah, he's a dial tone. So I don't know how that's gonna work. No, dude, when, when like, he opens his mouth, he sounds like a 56K modem. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. He's all like... I, I just imagine him talk like Mr. Movie Phone, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but you, you make an argument for Telltale, which I... Yeah, Wolf Among Us. Um, now, I will be honest, and we'll talk about this in the next category. I didn't finish Walking Dead Season 2, so I can't speak to that level. Oh, dude. Yeah. But Wolf I, Among Us, I did, and like basically uh, with Telltale games, 
if I review them, I play through all of them. Walking Dead, I just kind of got lost after the episode, like third episode. I just, I, I, I wanted to go back to it so bad, I just got kind of lost in the shuffle. Um, but I feel like Telltale, and we talked about this last year too. Like I feel like they're taking on too much. Like they, they are. They're taking on like four big properties right now. Like they have Walking Dead, they have Wolf Among Us, they have Borderlands, they have Game of Thrones. Like I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't want them to take off. You know, chew off more than they can swallow. You know. I think, but, yeah, there's that. But so far, they've been able to, dude, like, I I will say this. The Walking Dead Season 2, and I've been, I know I haven't kept on top of Oh My Clementine, which is something that I've, I've used as a means to recant my experience with it since we've we've been so busy with reviews this year with when it came to the Telltale review. And even then, we're, we're still prepping our Borderlands Tales from the Borderlands and Game of Thrones, which they both dropped this month. So that's also insane to me that like Telltale's been on it to where they can release a different episode uh-huh. uh, for two different series within a month's time. But they're so, like, but also at the same time, like like at least like Wolf Among Us or Walking Dead, it felt like it was like that was the thing to talk about when it released. Like it was like, wow, this is you know, it's awesome. And then like Borderlands and Game of Thrones comes out around the same time, and I'm not hearing much on it. Like it's a little bit of a buzz, but it's not. I, I think like, what it is, it's, it's a bit overwhelming. Like when you flood the senses all at so once. much. Yeah. Yeah, but, but and and also more to Ubisoft's uh, defense. There's Far Cry Four, the crew. I dude, mean, dude, you don't, you don't bring up the crew. What are you doing? I, I, you're talking about good games. Yeah, the crew's fucking bad. I, I forgot. Great. The crew's not great. The crew's not good. But, but, but Far, 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 Cry, Far Cry, Cry yeah. Four. Yeah, Far Cry Four is good. Um, so Square Enix. Refresh my memory. I don't know what else they published, <laughs> other than did thirteen three come out this year? Lightning Returns. Yeah, Lightning Returns. Yeah. Came oh. out. Lightning Returns they is actually did a lot of re remasters. Like there was yeah. uh, the the what was the one there? Uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah, and then Sleeping Dogs. Right. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the Kingdom Hearts games. Theorhythm. Yeah. Uh, Realm Reborn. I think Realm Reborn had its strongest year yet. Hell, there was a there was a Final Fantasy XI expansion this year. Seekers of Adolin. No, that was beforehand. But there's Wait. another one that just came out this year. Really? I didn't know. Yeah. That. Are you sure? Because I haven't bought anything new for Eleven in a long time. But have you been playing Eleven? Well, no. But I buy all the stuff when it comes out. <laughs> I'm stupid. I buy stuff just in case. Like. <laughs> I buy shit you got, like, that, that I might Y2K play. complex, like oh, we'll uh, yeah, like I might want to play this on time. I might not be able to get the DLC later. Yeah. Now I want. Oh, they say, also uh, did Dragon Guard too, didn't they? So. Yeah, Dragon Guard three. They, they okay. So Square Enix, between <coughs> excuse me, high profile releases and, and smaller stuff, uh, especially with even the realm of. Uh, Oh, 10, 10, 10, 10 10 10-10-2 was this year too, wasn't it? I'm sorry? Was 10-10-2 this year? That was this year. Okay. There was also the iOS and Android ports of Final Fantasy V and VI. Which, Mm -hmm. yeah, we don't... I wouldn't wouldn't exactly look at that with great... Ah, it's still published by them, (laughs) though. That's the thing. Yeah, but no, I mean, yeah, I I just wouldn't use that in their defense. Um, (laughs) I'm not using it in their defense, though. (laughs) But even then, they also had a strong showing, uh, like Final Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, I mean, fifteen looks pretty dope. Yeah, they're Square Enix is definitely keeping their hands busy 
Uh, and even then, like recently, uh, there was also Temple of Osiris, I think was the last Square Enix published release, Laura Croft and the Temple of Osiris. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But just the stuff they're doing alone in Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, I don't want to say the Hitman trilogy came out this year. Uh, but even then, like letting us know that the Hitman uh, franchise isn't dead, they're they're really making they're making great strides with their properties that aren't Japanese or role playing based. Mm-hmm. So and they, and they are embracing like what the consumer wants. Like I remember the whole debacle about them saying Tomb Raider was like a underperforming game or it was like you know a failure, even though it sold like three million copies. And then they finally came out and said, "Oh, hey, you guys like Bravely Default because it's old school turn based RPG." Okay, like noted. We'll maybe do that some more. You know, like they're trying to listen to the Western audience, which is good because I feel like they've been really against trying to listen to people and doing what the consumer wants and just doing what they want to do. So they they are they're making strides and they're trying to do right by the by the player, which is good. That's yeah, and do. even aside from that, shit. Um, well, you know, you say that. You say that, uh, and like I want to justify them being nominated. I'm glad we were able to do that. But you see that right after they unveil fucking Final Fantasy VII <laughs> HD. Well, oh god, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a pretty big troll. Ah, uh, <sighs> you, you know, I, I I collected like the collective fucking response back though. I think they might want to backpedal on on mm-hmm. the hole they dug there. It was. It, you know what it reminded me of, um, when uh, Microsoft announced that. What was that game? The one that that conquers in, but it's not a conquer game. Oh God, Project Fusion. Yeah, and everybody was like, "Oh, conquer!" And then they're like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> like you just hear people start booting. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Project Spark, right? That's... Oh, Project yeah, Spark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do you say Fusion? I don't know. I don't know. It's like some shitty sports cars. Probably what I mentioned. Um. I'm, I'm going to go right out and say it, Telltale, all the way, man. Even though they may have bitten off more than they can chew, so far they haven't puked any of it up. They've been fucking, they've been keeping it down and keeping it down hard. Like, so, they, like, they're, they're, like, more and more I'm seeing them as, you know, coming from being, like, a niche publisher to, like, they're sticking their fingers into different pots and they're not just doing it, like, I, I you know, Jurassic Park and Back to the Future aside, every goddamn fucking property, I mean every yeah. property, has been treated with like the utmost care and respect for the source material and the the message, the theme and everything that collectively makes that fiction what it is. Like Telltale has fucking like they've done it. And I as far as what I've seen with Game of Thrones so far in, in my experience playing it. And then I like I haven't even gotten a chance to touch Tales from Borderlands because you guys all know like I'm touch and go with Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Aside from like pre-sequel, which pre-sequel I I had to say looking back, that's my fucking favorite Borderlands game. That's the one I'm like, oh, I really like you. Um and even then, like it's it's so offshooty that like I don't know if that counts as liking it, but who knows? Um but yeah, Telltale's got on fucking lock. I don't know. What, what, what do you guys think? Nintendo. Nintendo. Nintendo just for the fact that they gave us a sequel to Bayonetta. They yep. deserve it for that alone. Because I, I feel like they they did so much good this year. Like, they just... I, I For me personally, they made me like really enjoy playing games again. Like, 
I just think everything that came out with was just fun and colorful and bright and shiny and I don't know. I just I, I really dig it. And if anything, I think it'll definitely give me a reason to play Smash with people. And I haven't played games with other people in the same room in a long time. Not since Rock Band have I sat in the room with other people and played a game. You know, it's always been online or you know, partying on you know like a chatting or whatever it may be. Like this, these are games I can play at home with people, and they all dig it. They all get into it. You know, like they. I I think they definitely they get it for sure. If not for Bayonetta, for just making really fun games, like they're doing the right thing this year. <laughs> okay, so we've got two Nintendo, one Telltale. All right, Sarah. I think Sarah's going to be Square. I'm guessing. We'll see. Maybe. Well, uh... I'd imagine him going Nintendo just because no matter what, he's still like I. You make a fair point with Bayonetta. And even then, man, they didn't just port it. They they fucking like they went out, they went out of the way, and like Bayonetta one on the Wii U is fucking. It's really good. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's definitely it's still the best version, even, like, <laughs> or I'm sorry, still. But. I just noticed that uh, when you put all of these, when you put all of these studios in one after another in this email, it says nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely on purpose. That's my wild card there. Yeah, nuts. nuts get studio of the year. <laughs> oh, we see a shit. silhouette of fucking like a scrotum. Oh. <laughs> or an acorn. No, that's not enough. But, you know. mm. Oh, come on. We're not like we're, we're better than that. Don't fucking turn our goof into like a fucking big Johnson t-shirt. Like I'm going to I'm going to slap a fucking scrotum there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to be that guy, but I guess Nintendo, just because, you know, Ultimate NES Remix is kind of fun, and Tomodachi Life kind of wasted some of my life, so there's that. Tomodachi Life, I still, like, I Sarah, you've, collect, like I said, dude, like, I bought Tomodachi Life. I haven't put it in. I But I'm afraid to. It's like one of those games, it's just like Animal Crossing, where, like, you know, like, what am I getting into once I well, fucking turn this on? The the beauty of Tomodachi Life is that, um, you know, it, it, when it comes straight down to it, you can probably be done with it within about a month. I'm down with that. Yeah, because Fantasy Life, somebody sold on me too, but they're like, oh, but you do all this shit in it. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if I'm down for it. Like, it's weird because it's the stuff that I wanted. But either way, I digress. It would appear that Nintendo has won a, once again come away as winner for publisher of 2014. So Nintendo fucking... I think that's the first time you we've had an entity win both publisher and studio. Mm. So good shit. That definitely... That, that speaks a great volume of like just the shit that's come out. So with that being said, let's, let's move right on ahead to our next category here for fucking Golden Zonkeys. We've got the best tearjerker, or in, in, in that term, basically the best writing in a video game. So, uh, the, the nominees are The Wolf Among Us, The Walking Dead Season 2, Valiant Hearts The Great War, and an indie game that, like, it was a, it was a very beautiful game that, uh, funny enough, me and, thankfully, uh, Iodine also got to play. And uh, we actually shared a conversation about it, uh, but it's called Three Fourths Home, and I, I felt like it. If I, I did not 
think that this game showing up as a nominee would have a chance winning, but any exposure that could be given to the game is is still well well in itself worth it, especially that I, I don't think there's been a game that I've played that has made me feel like this game has. Uh, and it's it's essentially like it's a very it's a down to earth sort of slice of life game, but done from such a melancholy perspective where you're this young, you know, twenty something year old coming home, uh, you know, for the first time, I believe for Thanksgiving, from what I remember, and just recounting a lot of memories, and then like that sense of dread, and then feeling that guilt for the dread, and then you know having like this entire identity crisis like that's existential to just the fucking burden of having to come back home to a family that you already felt disconnected with it's weird and it, it like there was a lot that i could relate with it and it made me it genuinely made me question why i jokingly revile like my upbringing and my my family in a whole so like i i don't want to get too much much more personal with it but it was one of those games that like hit home in ways that like <clears throat> excuse me like gone home was like a really thoughtful experiment and and again and it got us talking and it got us to feel things but this one was very intimate like and made me it, it gave me self-reflections so i i felt like that that's something like it's it's really weird when a game can do that but like games are finding newer and newer ways to do it and i feel that three fours home is an excellent game and you can get it you guys can get it for less than like seven dollars i believe it's like six maybe cheaper than that directly off the site it's on green light uh and yeah i mean i i highly recommend it i i'm not gonna review it because i don't feel like it's the game that really could be reviewed because of how intimate it is but i definitely you'll see me talking about it in in the coming weeks um but yeah there's 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 that none of you guys fucking played or heard of that game right not yet I'll all right well sounds so it, that, that game's fucking so not winning all right and so. let, 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 let <laughs> me just ask that i know this is stupid but um can we can you kind of talk about Walking Dead without spoilers? Because, like I said, I haven't I finished it yet. I can. I okay. can. And so I know it's hard to argue for writing if you can't talk about specifics of the well, writing. No, and and <laughs> well, I I will say this that the Walking Dead season two it was always slightly like it was always a challenge from the very start, and I and I feel that that way because uh, you know by testament alone the fact that Andrew didn't follow through with it or just couldn't feel. Uh, mm-hmm. A drive to pursue it does does live to that because you know admittedly the the steps like the shoes that that Walking Dead season one left to fill mm-hmm. very were, true yeah very large mm-hmm. and then and admittedly it, it's it's got a rocky start in the beginning but once Walking Dead season two gets going and you see the development you you again you build all these familiar attachments and then other attachments even come full circle they had no idea. And I, I think unlike the first Walking Dead, like season two really pushes you to make decisions that you didn't like just when you thought you've seen it all. Like, that's the one thing like season two will fucking turn you on your ass because you're like, well, pff, what can you fucking possibly do to me? I've done I've played yeah. through season one when you, you know, <coughs> excuse me, when you start rounding out near the end of season two, like tears like uh-huh. tears and just 
like a sense of like you'll you'll feel revolted for what you did and then all you'll try to do is spend the rest of your time trying to collect yourself and find the justification any justification that you could find to 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 even like to logically absorb to 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 just soak in just what had happened and how you handled it and mm-hmm. and it really gets like that once you once you hit episode 3 and beyond it really gets in the full swing like i would say where season 1 i would say that the episode 2 was the awkward one of the bunch the first episode is the awkward one of season two, which is not a good way to describe it. I mean, that's that's the all too important episode. Yeah, the jump off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <coughs> excuse me, it hinges a little too much on like building upon season one, and I think it it did it in all the wrong ways. Like it was almost pandering because when it do, when it when there are times in that a game where there's a callback to something that's particularly noteworthy and and will I, I swear to god it will tug at your fucking heartstrings mm. and it's done the way it's done it's so much more eloquent and way way more personal so i i would say like the wolf among us is also amazing and again and, and it does make you think it's 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 got this whole other thing where there's where you get really personal and you get attached to like everything that's the going on in the fiction of the walking dead the wolf among us makes you think and brings you into its world like yeah. it, it paints this world and it brings you and i and what i'm about to say you know i'm not even going to say that analogy because it, it doesn't it, it wouldn't really benefit but I, I i feel like when you're watching one of your favorite primetime shows or fictions and you become attached to the characters and what's going on and this, the sense of development alone and the intrigue that it may, it creates is something that that pulls you in. That that's what I can say about the Wolf Among Us, and it's all thanks to the writing and direction that they were able to take from William's like brilliant take on like fucking fairy yeah. tales and familiar like. And if anything else, the writing did introduce me to that world. You know, it did a good job of being that bridge. You know, playing the game and learning about these characters, learning about this world, like wanting to transition into the source material. And I think the good thing about that is that that's a hard thing to do is to like, you know, base off of a series that's already well known, a universe that's already been established and basically make like a prequel to all that to where people could play it, experience it and then get a fresh start into, you know, this world that's been created. And, that, and that, that's got to be a hard thing to do is like take that and say, OK, well, we're going to be the jumping off point for that. But like, they that's did a, it. That's an undertaking, and they did it. And the thing I like most about Wolf Among Us is you learn how flawed the characters are throughout all five episodes. Like, you know, and and your choices and decisions that you make kind of tailor fit, you know, that character to, like, you know, what you what you see and what you preserve or, you know, experience in the <laughs> world. Um, but it was clever. Like, that's the one thing I love about the Wolf Among Us writing is it was just clever. And it was like, really take ta- Taking these established... Yeah, consistent taking these established you know, uh, fairy tales and folklore and, and, you know, establishing them in this new, this new world, you know, this, this, this kind of like, you know, dirty and, and you know, corrupt society and, you know, putting these characters into those positions, seeing how they would transition, like seeing, you know, I won't spoil it too much, but like seeing beauty and the beast, like how they would be in, you know, the slums of New York in the 1980s. Like it just, it's clever. Like everything they do is like, you kind of, you see, it and you're like, Oh, okay. That's, 
That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, and, I like how they handled that. And I mean, just to go on at a level, like I think this is also one of my sleeper hit favorites. I mean, that game alone made me spend over three hundred fifty dollars to collect every the books, written yeah. comic book. So I'm I'm caught up. And it's it's actually it's depressing that like this is the year that they're also ending fables. Fables will yeah. end at issue one fifty, and it's already hot on issue 145 so i mean there's five more issues the spin-off ferris is going to come to an end and like uh the jack of trade uh, which is you know based on the character jack that's another spin-off and even 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 what they've done but you, you speak of innocence that's a huge huge theme throughout the entire story and even then the fact that they were able to do it and actually tie up they found a way for fans of, of that property to like play Wolf Among Us as a fresh new thing and yet still feel familiar and actually give mm. back to them without it ever like overbearingly like I, I don't know I, w- I would say uh, being exclusive to them versus like it was inclusive for everyone I want to say uh, they're, they're, like the whole thing with Ichabod how that came full circle was something that goes on later in a comic book that I won't mention but the fact that like fans got to see they 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 definitely got closure uh over that character that you know was made a big deal of and didn't exactly get the exposition that that character could have used and he it in the exposition of his past and everything within the game is was brilliant so yeah uh the last game the other game we haven't mentioned dying and, hearts yeah i've heard nothing but good things about it yeah um, has, I, anyone, anything, has anyone played it like, it's, I think oh, George, it's, you it's played it. It's really good. The, the, the only, like, the, the knocks I want to give against that game are the, the parts where the game can't help but be a game. It's just, you know, like, push push A to push this fucking pot under some steaming hot water and cook these fucking Frankfurters for these war-ass two, World War-ass but, two Germans. Press A to, to show respects. Yeah. Like, like Call of Duty. <laughs> like, like, really? Okay. Yeah, it's 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 those moments where it can't avoid being a game because it's trapped, you know, within that. But when it does, like, I I don't think I've if if I were to give if there was a category for best fucking video game dog of the year, man, it goes that fucking little pup, mm. that that pup like super, uh, like just just burrowed under my fucking heart, like under my chest, like my heart is that dog sleeping bag. It got to me, um, but yeah, we we've been talking. I haven't heard a lot from Gil or Sarah. What do you guys think? I've played none of these games, so all right, there you go. <laughs> sweet, sweet, Sarah. cool. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> it's it's going to be Telltale. I mean, uh, Telltale is very well known with its uh, with its scripting, right? So. They're but the guys which, but, that. Well, which one though? That's the thing. We got yeah, two, two games. Two Telltale to games from. on this man. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> are, you, are, 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 are you a Walking Dead fan at all? I am. Okay. But I haven't. I haven't read the novels though. That's the thing, right? Or the graphic novels. It's well, even then, like graphic novels aside, the game. I feel like the games are so good that they're their own thing. Like, yeah. When people ask me, like, oh, Walking Dead. People to me are fans of either the Telltale game, the comic, or the show. Even though the game takes place in the comic book universe, you'll ne- you can never tell the difference. It's, it's like it's it's a very 
it's its own like inclusive universe in taking it's under it's in it's in the same environment same time frame but like the characterization everything is its own thing just much like the way the show is different from the comic yeah i'm probably gonna go with the wolf among us Wolf Among Us was really fucking good. I will say, like, it made me, like, I, I, it had a lasting impression on me. Walking Dead 2 just fucking, oh my god. Like, it, it just took a couple years off my life. That's all it did. Yeah, What's their I'll, pick? I was, I was eating an orange. Uh, wait, what? I was eating an orange. Very, very casually that's a, that's, eating orange. That's a wonderful, like, just the kind of snack to have right now. That's that's funny. <laughs> it doesn't make weird sounds on the mic at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bite so. into a juicy orange. Um, did, he picked Wolf Among Us, though, I heard. Yes. Oh, Sayer, you are you are my friend. Yeah, you're the real MVP, Sayer. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah. And that's, I that... Wolf Among Us. Man, for God's hey, sake, that's my I choice. went Bigby yeah. Wolf for Halloween. You did, and that looked good. You guys did a good job with that. Yeah, and the lady. I, I never got to tell you, but that, that, that was very well done. I appreciate that. Yeah, it, that 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 took a lot of planning, but we we yeah we definitely got a lot of applause for that. Only couples costume I've ever done too. So nice. All right, uh, Gil, I, we we kind of decided, but do you want to throw your your hat in for anything? I there's no reason because I haven't played them. So okay, <laughs> way to go. Hey, participation's half of your grade, Gil. <laughs> if I participated, that would only confuse things. I. So I've been told. I mean, now you are starting to sound like my teacher. Um, okay, so yeah. And even though it had no fucking chance in winning, in, in all fairness, Three Force Home, you guys should play it. It's really fucking good. Yeah, it does sound like it'd be worth playing. All right, so Wolf Among Us, you win. I was, I gotta admit, I was totally thinking I was gonna be the winner too. Hey, so next category. The most anticipated game of 2015. Most anticipated Ooh, game. This one's... Well, uh, you guys know what I was fucking This is, this is a no-brainer for me. Yeah, this yep. is a no-brainer for me either. Fuck all y'all. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. The nominees for this one are The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, Batman, Arkham Knight, and Mortal Kombat 10. Or X. I don't know what the fuck they settled on. I think it's ten. I think it it's ten. ten. Yeah. It's ten. Yeah. But that dude, but that X though. Mm. The X though. <laughs> yeah, that X. Um, all right. I uh, wanna say all of these. Like these this is a good list. Yeah, it's a really um, good list. But uh dude. Uh Troy Baker and North North. God damn. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I want Witcher. I really do. And I'm excited about Witcher. But that was until the PlayStation experience happened. And once that happened, they had gameplay. Holy fuck. Like, the, just the elements of, like, the traversing, the climbing, the, you know, uh, everything about it is just, like, it's uncharted. It really is. Like, they didn't, they didn't miss a beat. But it looks so good. And, and, I don't know, man. Like, I was actually kind of concerned about Uncharted 4 because it was no longer uh, Amy Henning, you know, leading up the project. And it was going to be the team that did Last of Us. I, I just didn't know if Last of Us developed, like, you know, that team, like Neil Druckmann and some of those guys would be able to capture what Uncharted was because Last of Us was such a dark, dark experience and so different than what you but get But you in know Uncharted. what? That's the direction that this game is heading in. Just It is, it the... is, it is, but it still has that charm that, you know, that 
I don't give a shit attitude. Like just like it, there there is a charm to it, even though it is a dark time, and you know he's kind of got his back up against the wall and he's kind of forced into a situation. You know I, I get that. Like you know it's dire straits, but it's it's still he's got that charm. Like you now he makes those comments when he does something. Like, like you know he, he stumbles on something or he gets into a situation. You know, he it's it's all still there. Like it, it still felt like uncharted to me. Like it didn't feel like it was changing anything. So it was gonna be Witcher for me and Mortal Kombat because I I'm a huge huge MK fan. And I cannot wait for that. I played it and it's so damn good. It is good. Like it's really good. And, and they're revealing like you know characters now like Quan Chi and um, they haven't revealed a lot since, but they've kind of alluded to like Ermac and Kenshi and some other characters. Um, but. Yeah. You know, it'd be crazier than shit, though. Uh, mm. I don't mean to rewind, but dude, if Mortal Kombat 10 becomes an Xbox One exclusive, imagine Holy that going shit. against Street Fighter Five. I, I honestly thought the reason why they did Street Fighter Five as a exclusive was because they had Killer Instinct exclusively on Xbox One. I thought they'd be the two that kind of feuded out. No, it would. That, funny enough, that wow, that, that would totally be a repeat. Oh yeah, there's Killer Instinct. Nobody cares. Except George. George cares. I like Killer Instinct. I love Killer Instinct. Jesus Rift Christ. Power, Season man. 2 is fucking killing it. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> but anyway, yeah. I, I, on a, on a, a mass scale, I don't think. It would, it would definitely be between. Compete, yeah. Yeah, those two. Uh, so am, am I correct in hearing that Uncharted 4 won it out for you? It is now, yeah. I mean, I, I can't wait. This is a good list, though, because all these games are going to be amazing. But it is. It's Uncharted, a very hard list. Uh, Uncharted will be... The game I'm most excited about playing. I'll play all of these, but I will definitely be most pumped about uh, Uncharted. Uncharted Four is the fucking dude. They're, like fanboyism aside, it, it yeah, there's no question. It, everything it encapsulates everything that makes the property so endearing and so fun and like it, it. Like when 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 you watch a game and it just pulls you into wanting to play it, like mm-hmm. that alone it speaks all of them. And this is this is looks like it's going to be one of the the definitive chapter. I mean, I know we said that about 3, and 3 is good, you know, it's merits, but considering I mean, the bar of standard and the team behind it, I, I have high hopes that it's going to be yeah. awesome. And, and especially, like, with Nolan North and Troy Baker also having experience working with the same team and coming together, like, it's going to be some shit, dude. So, uh, yeah, Uncharted 4 all the way. Gil, I'm going to go with you next and say I'm going to break the cycle. And you already sound really confident in what you're picking, so go ahead. I pre-ordered Mortal Kombat 10 like a long time ago. so Nice. <laughs> That's it's, uh, I'm a good. really sure. huge, huge Mortal Kombat fan. So Yeah. And, I, you know, with everything going on, like uh, taking everything that 9 did and then escalating it with different styles and making it play very close of what they were able to do with Injustice. Yeah. yeah. 10, 10 is... 10's got fucking game. It's got legs, man. So... <clears throat> Alright, so we got two for Uncharted, one for Mortal Kombat 10. Sarah, you are the deciding factor, my friend. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> looking forward to a single thing on this list. I thought oh. you liked Uncharted. Yeah. Oh. Uncharted? oh, actually, he hates Uncharted. I forgot about that. Oh, shit. I don't, never, okay. I don't know why. Never, never cared about it. it well, why? Because it just doesn't interest me. That's so good, though. Uh, it's not good <sighs> enough to capture my interest. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I keep, I keep every year. I'm like, Sarah, I'll buy it for you if you play it. And he just says no. Mm. 
And he's like, you'll buy it for me, but I won't play it. Like, what's there? <laughs> what's there? Who did I end up buying Uncharted for? I don't know. Wasn't me. Was it, was it you, Andrew? No. I don't think so. Who the fuck did I send Uncharted to? I don't know. You, you got me Infinite Undiscovery, I remember, and something else. You were telling me I should play. I can't remember what the other one was. Yeah. No, that know. was a good game, Infinite Undiscovery. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that one. It, yeah, it, it, it's actually a pretty decent RPG. I, I, I didn't even know anything about it. He got it for me just because he said it was really good. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie, maybe? No. Oh, I did get it for Katie. Was it Katie? Okay, that's yes, what I thought. Because, yeah, Katie said she played Katie likes it. Katie pre-ordered Uncharted 4. Oh, yeah. She probably never would have done that if it wasn't for me. Bam. Changing lives. Hashtag did you know. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to comment. I picture the comment flying over my head. Um, right, so, hey, whoa. So, hey, uh-oh, I, your cat's going after itself yeah, again. My cats are fucking going nuts again. Um, hey, so, so it sounds like Uncharted 4 uh, just walked away with most anticipated game of 2015. What do you guys think? I mean, yep. unless you want to throw in anything <laughs> else there. Yep. Wild card. You want you you want to should we throw in wild card for this one? I I want to say wild cards for when like none of us fucking agree. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> yeah, none of you are gonna agree. <laughs> I I think yours whoa, whoa, is whoa. Left Rousers. I'm just taking a wild guess. What? Left Rousers. Oh wait, no, most oh, yeah, anticipated. No. Sorry. Um, I just know, gonna... dude, that's like Sarah's been Sarah's favorite thing lately. Well, um, Geometry Wars already came out. I'm, I'm wondering what 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 is your uh, most anticipated game of 2015? Raiden 5. That's coming out? Yeah. What uh, the hell? Yeah. yeah. That's weird. In Japan, though. It's, it's not oh. kind of out here, yeah. So. Oh. That would be a good one. I'd be down for that. I would. I don't know. 4 was poop, though. 4 is poop from butt. Yeah, you need to play uh, Raiden 4 Overkill, though. That adds a That's nice dynamic to the whole Steam thing. Steam now, too, right? Mm, no. That's Raiden 3. Oh, okay. Overkill is, is, I love how PS4. he just gave you the Consuela no. He's like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, that's that's sweet, but no. Yeah. All right. Well, I, we're going to we're let's give it to Uncharted. Uncharted 4. Mm, sweet. Feel good. Oh, don't. Don't. You come on. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm just mad. I enjoy this response. I'm just mad. <laughs> All right. Next category, we got mm. the best portable game of 2014. Here game. are your nominees. <laughs> We've got Ollie Ollie, Tomodachi Life, Entwined, and Super Smash Bros. 3DS. Which is funny. I really thought we would see Pokemon in this list, but I mean, you remake the worst. I don't know. I, I still I'm I'm trying to get into it, but you I'm think kinda, that's the way you think you think that's the worst generation of Pokemon? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I thought you no. said black and white was the worst. That's the second worst. You're the worst. <laughs> so <laughs> whatever, I'm, man. You're gonna turn I'm, this into something it doesn't need to be all I'm over. List, you. I'm looking at the list and I can already guess who's gonna pick what. I think Sarah's gonna <laughs> pick Tomodachi. I think Gil's probably gonna pick Smash. Well, what am I gonna pick? Oh, if I'm I so don't transparent. Know. Exactly. I'm, the, well, I'm the fucking wild card. That that is a toss up because I I'm gonna pick Ali Ali. Well, but I think you have to own a Vita to pick Ali Ali. So not everyone. And nobody owns it. a Vita. So ah, uh, that's true. 
<laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I was gonna go with Smash Brothers. I love Entwined, but Smash Brothers, I did not. What is Entwined? I'm not familiar with that. Entwined is a wonderful little uh, indie venture that uh, essentially it it's like Sony's version of Res without shooting. It's like if Res and Knights had a dumpster baby. So oh, I like yeah, Knights. A lot of flying around. And I don't they have stick. a mobile Knights yet. I don't know, man. Knights, Knights hasn't like That'd be kind of sweet. like the time. Time has not been kind to Knights. Whether Gil, it's the Gil, Wii you get a hold of someone at Sega and see if they can make a portable Knights, they'll probably ask you for all the money that they were anticipating <laughs> for the last like fucking Knights game. <laughs> I, I just want Gil to get a hold of them. I want to be our, our PR contact for Sega. Oh, for Sega. <laughs> I, I, I think he'll go over super well. <laughs> and then I just rem- like his signature will just be like. Shit sucks, bro. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. No, my signature's just gonna be smeared feces. <laughs> <laughs> on top of the case, like, nope. I, I pooped on this. <laughs> uh, He's got a little asterisk next to shit. And then yeah, in little, small print. <laughs> just just say no, FYE. <laughs> this is my poop. F- FYI, I said FYE like it's the fucking store. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. I, I was picking right. something. I was picking something that was as out of date as Sega. So we haven't like, bl- we haven't been blacklisted by anything yet. So no, <laughs> well, yeah, like, it, it was touch and go with Capcom, but so far mm-hmm. we don't we don't know yet. We'll we'll, we'll we'll update you folks when that does happen. Um. Oh wait, yes, we have Warren Spector blacklisted us. Yeah, you? that yeah. there's that, and then there's Rockstar. Rockstar won't give a shit anymore. What did we review bad on Rockstar? Max Payne 3. Man, you're dumb. That game's awesome. <laughs> that game that's like 99 cents at Walmart? Yeah. That game's good, though, that man. It's good, but it's not that good. Man, that game's good. Uh, I liked it. But I disagree. Like, we, we, we talked about that before. Yeah. No, like yeah, it's so a Rockstar. That's why uh, hmm. That's why we didn't review Grand Theft Auto 5, even though we talked about it a whole bunch. Oh, it's actually I have, up to James. I, I have their PR in my contact still. Can I email them and say I'm sorry? <laughs> <laughs> Please, please take me back. I really want Red Dead 2. And, and then attach a little bit of Gil's poop. For- <laughs> yeah, also poop. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go with Smash, dude. Like, and like, uh, The reason for why is I really thought this was a bad idea from the start. I really did. I didn't think that this game was one mm. that was adaptive for the format. I mean, if anything... To be completely honest, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale kind of soiled this for me, you know, playing yeah. it on the Vita. And to be honest, the two do share similar flaws, but Smash Brothers carries itself better. If anything, the definitive between the two is still the Wii U version, and not not even just by, like, the format and the versatility of it being at home, but just the content. There, there's And, and, and arguably... The content that they were able to fit on that fucking DS cart is still mind-boggling. Like, there's still shit that, like, people can do. Like, I would say it's on par with, like, Brawl and Melee in terms of, like, all the content and stuff that you can do. And I can only imagine, like, the Street Pass content that they add and the fact that, like, they're already venturing, like, cross-play DLC between the two versions now that they're both out. Well, is uh, it really that surprising, though? I mean, you think of it, right? A Blu-ray disc holds, what, 50 gigabytes of information? Thereabouts, yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, there are flash carts out there that are like 256 gigabyte. 
you know, but it's not just the fact of storage or the capacity to, of the RAM to run it, but just the That's horsepower. That's more or less all it is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, PlayStation games back in the day were on CD-ROM. That's 700 megabytes of data on a disc. It didn't have very much memory. Yeah, but I don't think Smash Brothers could have been pulled off on a PlayStation. It was barely pulled off on a 64. So, it... I mean, I don't know. It's surprising, not just for the content, but just everything that that what Smash is. I mean, it Smash is a very Twitch. Granted, I mean, there there's still the crop of people who are probably screaming at this podcast right now. I'm just like, fuck you, George, holding their broken circle pad in hand. <laughs> but that's exactly the defining factor that keeps me from even considering it. Because like when it. F- when it fosters and encourages the type of gameplay that would end up breaking your your uh, 3ds, I mean, you know, you don't really uh, you, have to be that rough. You, you kind of have to be a mongoloid to <laughs> to break your fucking circle pad. <laughs> yeah, it, I you know I, I I after spending as much time as I have with it for the review, I, you you would have to be careless. I'd have to admit. I will say, and you know what, sir, I didn't. I didn't understand a lot of the virtues and praises that you sang for the 2DS. I still couldn't really get behind it until I played Smash on a 2DS. Uh, 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 I I will say Smash. Yeah, you, you can keep that snide remark to yourself. I'll take rubber contacts over micro switches any day. I'll take my poopy screen that's tiny and it looks like a it looks like a um. What does that look like? Looks like an LCD. It does look like it. It looks like a. It looks like a dustpan. Yeah, but still, but it's comfortable. I I was really surprised at how comfortable it was for like you know triggers, uh, wise, and then like the analog. It was very. I don't know. It worked for Smash. I liked it. I feel like like I'd like the 2DS better if the screens weren't tiny. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, dude. Yeah, the the screens suck. But like, if it was was a 2DS XL, it'd just be a tablet. It'd be like two like. (laughs) <laughs> to me, it'd be like two like seven inch tablets, just stuck together. Uh, but uh, to be fair though, I don't even like the screens on any of the other. I like the, the XL is like the only thing. Like the XL to me is the definitive, which is why yeah. I'm looking. I'm I, from what I keep hearing, like the new 3DS is like the fucking mm-hmm. bee's knees, and yeah. like that. You know what, Nintendo? Oof. After hearing like trusted sources like extol their experience with it, like Nintendo will convince me to fucking get it. But yeah, my vote, my vote's uh, Smash Brothers 3DS, Gil. I'm assuming going Smash Brothers 3DS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sarah got to play with it. He actually got to preview it at uh, at PAX. I don't know if he bought it for himself, but he did get to play it. And I think there was only really one complaint you had with it, and you just didn't like how small shit was. Yep, pretty much. Even on a 3DS XL screen, it's really hard to figure out who you are. It could be worse, dude. It could be that fucking 8-player Smash. Well, exactly. On, on Grey Cave Offensive. <laughs> oh god i love great cape like i just love that whole level period from superstar but anyway yeah oh god that fucking that level is overwhelming like it's too much um but yeah uh god i didn't even mean to office space that andrew yo i think i think before we we round it well actually no fuck that you be deciding factor andrew sarah can you give us anything what do you what do you got what you got doesn't matter what I got. 
Of course it matters. No, it doesn't. It's it's already two in favor of Smash, so uh, my input just doesn't count anymore. It was Tomodachi, I assume, though, right? Oh, yeah, it was, but... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is which I've heard good things about. I Tomodachi, just never yeah, translate like, it myself. I bought Tomodachis there. We, me and you, we can fucking bro the fuck out on it. I just found out I can wear a sweet tie. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. I... I don't know why, but whenever like I imagine wearing like digital ties, just look so much better than like real life ties. Just, because they're easier to put on. Yeah, dude, right there. <laughs> see, you're on the money. Don't worry, guys. I'll show you how to do uh, do a, a Windsor tie. I can I can show you guys. I that. know how to do a Windsor. It's uh, not. It's just I don't know. It's, it's a lot of it's a lot of maintenance. It's a lot of upkeep that I don't I don't plan on fucking really staying on top of. Mm. Um. But I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll keep my fucking trendy cashmere scarves and infinity gossamers like any day. God. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I'm wearing, wearing scarves. You're in California. Get out of here. I, dude, I can't. Man, we just went through the worst storm of the century. Okay, there was like fucking four inches of rain and shit, and like really fast wind. It sucked. Man, you know my what? car got hit by like tumbleweeds the size of refrigerators. It totally downpoured out here too. Uh, this whole where I worked was all flooded. It yeah, looked dude. like a lake with island businesses. Like I fucking hydroplaned for like last week to, to where I needed to go. Like my shit was Mario Kart drifting. Had it not been <laughs> for Mario Kart, I don't know. I'd be fucking dead or hurt, severely injured. I'd be on the news. So. Be talking shit on California weather, dog. <laughs> she got, dude. She got real recently. But yeah, Andrew, you're you're deciding factor, dude. My choice was Ali Ali. Ali Ali is really good because I feel like it's the most literal, like a, a portable game because you could actually just play, like you know, like a you know, do like a challenge or do. You know, one thing that you had to knock out, like you turn it off, you go do something, you come back to it because there'll be times where you want to knock out a specific challenge. You just can't seem to get it done. So you got to put it down, go do something else, come back to it, you know, and keep on trying it. It just that was the portable game. And it was like I had to keep on playing. It was like Tony Hawk, which is awesome. Like I love Tony Hawk games from the past. And so it was cool to get a skateboard game where I could finally feel like I was playing something like that again, where, you know, you want to hit that line, you want to get that jump. And like it was, and it's it's twitchy controls, you know. What I mean, like it's it's demanding of you in terms of what you use control wise. Like you have to, uh, you know, actually hit a button to land. Like that that shit was crazy at first. I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me! I gotta hit a button to land, but you get used to it, and it becomes like second nature after a while. Um, but yeah, I dig it. And I know it's coming to like almost every other console now. I don't know. I just don't think I'd want to play a game like that on console. I feel like it's meant to be a portable game experience. I agree with you, yeah. Because I I grabbed it up on PlayStation 4 and it just didn't feel the same. Like, I I immediately, like, I felt like this is something that I feel like requires you to get a bit more personal with. And the format afforded by, like, like just how easy it is to move around and, like, I don't know, the response of the sticks on the Vita. I'm with you there. Um, Yeah. But, you know, by the same token, like... I, I, I'm genuinely impressed with like, like in my eyes, I feel like Nintendo did something that was going to be really gimmicky and more of a novelty than like something that was cohesive and, and, and like actually fluid like Smash Brothers on 3DS. So I, I guess we're, yeah, we're giving it the Smash. You are a winner. 
on this particular category. This next one's going to be a fucking real dick. Uh, it's uh, really hard. I, I really want to give it to all of them. So yeah. this sucks. But let's let's go ahead and try it, guys. Uh, best indie best game, indie which we game. always have a fucking hard time with. So the nominees for this category are uh, Transistor, Goat Simulator, Octodad, Dadliest Catch. Oh, man. <laughs> that 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 daddy, mm. and then Luffrousers. So I'm gonna say here, Sarah. I love Transistor a lot. Like Transistor brought me to tears. I really love it. But it's it's something like I will say. Like I think my least favorite thing about that game is the new game plus because I feel like it it almost turns like the game into something I didn't want it to be. It was a much better experience and it was a game and the game was really good. Mm-hmm. So Sarah has gone on at many, many lengths and every opportunity to just like extol this game to me. And to be honest, I, I never really liked it. To me, it, it just looked like fucking like trendy asteroids. That's all it looked like to me. Um, but I played it and I eat my words. And I will say that out of the four of these games, if you were to ask me what I still play or what I would most likely like pick up and play again, it would mo- most likely be Left Razors. I I love those other games. Goat Simulator is fun as fuck, but like it, it's almost like it's one of those things where like the the charm does wear thin, even with all the new content that they add, it wears thin. I I can't say that about Left Razors though. I can go back and vis- play Transistor anytime, but like. I wanted really to do New Game Plus, and for some reason, like, New Game Plus was just... It was stupid hard to the point where it wasn't fun, even when I got to keep to everything. And, like, it got too gamey. Like, it was already, like, all intents and purposes, like, they were flushed out conventions, but, like, it got... Yeah, it, yeah, it got too gamey. I did, it kind of hurt the experience. I think so. what Luftrauser... Like, the greatest strength that Luftrausers has, uh, I think, over all of these particular games, is that... Every time you boot it up, it's going to be different because how you approach the game will sort of uh, alter and and change the way that the game will react to you. So, like, if you do really well in the air, it'll force you down to the to to uh, the sea and uh, and you'll have, maybe have a harder time with the with, you know, the, the vessels on the surface. Right. Uh, or if you're really good, uh, you know, down on uh, versus the boats on the water, you know, the, it'll force you to go up where there's maybe a blimp, and those things are ridiculous hard. Um, but every time you go up, I mean, it's it, there's a challenge to be had, right? Uh, with over a hundred distinct challenges, 125 different combinations of planes, really, it's this sort of game that you could, you know, strive to get better at, and there's always results to be had, no matter how long you play it. Yeah, so it sounds like we got two for Love Browsers. Uh, make it, it three. Oh shit, Love Browsers. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I think, to me, like the game is the concept of the game. Like, I mean, I, I know Sarah can speak to this as well. Like, you know, the concept of it's, it's. I, I personally feel it's different than any other game like it. Like, it just, it seems very unique, and, and the art style is awesome. And it's like, you know, it's, it's. 
it seems simplistic in its art style, but then when you actually see it in motion, it's it's unreal. Like it just doesn't even seem like it's something that you could actually do. I don't know, it's hard to describe, but like I remember, you know, hearing a lot about it and seeing it. Then when you actually get a chance to play it and you see it in motion, it's like this is crazy. But it's it's so unique. It's like there's nothing else like that in my opinion right now. Um But yeah, it's it, goddamn that game's hard though. I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not good at at all. <laughs> <laughs> I die all the goddamn time. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I die a little bit more often than I'd like to, but yeah, the but... the average play is thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, like you don't. Last about, it shit's yeah. like super hexagon with asteroids. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the same thing. Super hexagon. Like it's like if you can get up to like at least 30, 35 seconds, like you're doing something right. Like you're a god, you know. <laughs> all right. Just, yeah, yeah, just so because sure. participation is is half your grade, ladies and gentlemen. Gil, what, what would what was your pick? I don't. I haven't played these. I've I've seen gameplay of of Goat Simulator and Octodad. That's about it. Yeah, Octodad's so. kind of it's different. It, you know, it's. I it's I cool. like Octodad, but I will say that they're, like the what makes Octodad so fun is that it's barely a game and it's just a, like a really it's like almost social satire. It's yeah. so fucking ridiculous that it, it gets and it like it pokes fun at itself and it's really good when it pokes fun at itself and then when it tries to be a game it fucks it up like <laughs> it, i'm serious like when it's just like you need to be stealthy what do you mean i need to be stealthy <laughs> you see me like, clumsily like running all these tables and shit like i can't do it <laughs> yeah pinnacle like, of stealth right there it, that's like I, I still think that's fucking ridiculous that like ugh, it like that that's when it fucks up but in Goat Simulator, oh god, that's a game that's different every time you play it. Mm-hmm. But it it wears thin. Like there are so many there are so many times that you can convince me to stamp a goat tongue on the back of a raging vehicle and do sweet 1080 front fucking flare flips, and then sacrifice like people to some fucking satanic goat god become demonic, and then like do shit with dead mouse or fucking like hang out and fuck up somebody's house or like do all these but, you things. You know, it's, it's kind of weird though. I mean, all of the stuff that you just described to me, I've seen someone else do on the very first time they played it. Yeah. And it's, and, yeah, I mean, but it's just, it, these are just a number of things you can do. And there's other things that I have yet to think of, but I mean, those are the, 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 the game it, it itself does have a ceiling I feel like you can hit and if, and if you don't hit it first by just like exhausting and playing the fuck out of it it'll probably just wear thin it's definitely a novelty game but it's but it's a sweet novel like I want I want Groat Simulator to fucking get a sequel I want it to grow I want it to defy any potential expectation I might have out of it so wow this is ironically enough this was the easiest year mm-hmm. I think we've ever had for indie games so fucking high five, everybody. I really yeah. thought that we were going to fuck this one up. Um, well, let's go ahead and uh, move on to the next category then. I'm feeling good. All right. Y'all ready? Yeah. Uh, best, best Japanese, Japanese game. game. So the ca- the nominees for this category are Bravely Default, Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc, Hatsune Miku, Project Diva F-Second, and Persona Q Shadow of the Labyrinth. You know what? Let's Gil. Gil, you get to start. What what would be your favorite? Uh, I 
These are, once again, games that I've only seen gameplay of and haven't played. So, I'm not much help. <laughs> You've been more help. I've heard... I've heard good things about Bravely Default. Um... But I'm not sure if it's just hype or if it's really good. It actually is really good. I'm I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go into the fact that Bravely Default's my pick for this, and it was hard for me because I love Danganronpa, but Bravely Default was able to reinvigorate something that I thought that the Japanese were the best at, and they haven't been for a long time until Bravely Default. Like the fact that Bravely Second is already in the works, and like you know much to what andrew was saying earlier about like just like the fan response to bravely default really speaks as a testament to like the quality of this game and like what it is and like i think what it is too is like that i love about it is it is very unabashedly japanese like there's not a whole lot of western sensibility or or modern western uh applications i would say towards like the game design it's just it's it, it's taking older tropes and refining them. I I I don't know. I really like Bravely Default way more than I expected to. Um, my choice is Bravely Default as well. I I love that game. Like it for me was like playing Final Fantasy three again. Like it just it has like the old school turn based RPG elements. You know, with the job class system that. You know, I remember playing the demo. I mean, like, you guys realize, like, I played a shit ton of the demo. And this is back when, like, George was giving me all kinds of hell about it, saying, like, this game sucks. I hate the demo. Yeah, the you demo know. was terrible. Oh I love God. that demo. I, I put, like, 25 hours into just the demo because... The demo, you, like, sold... Did not sell the game to me. Yeah, because, like, it gives you the job classes. It kind of puts you further along in the game. So you get the job classes to where, like, you just break it. Like, you get to the point where you grind so much you can break that game because you do, uh, was it, the ninja ability where you can dodge an attack and counterattack. And also, when, like, another ability of, like, Swordmaster is if you dodge an attack, like, you have a much more powerful counterattack or something like that. Like, just the combinations you can figure out with the job system is just, it, it's so much fun to mess around with. I will say it's a lot of trial and error, though. Like, I find myself now, I actually haven't beat the game. I'm like 83 hours into the game right now. And I'm at that point that all RPGs do, like old school RPGs where they make you go back and do stuff again a second time. Yeah. That, that I, whole, I would say that, that whole... the last half of that game really falls short. And, that, and, that, and that's, where, that's where I'm at right now. It's like, well, it's like, ugh. It had such good buildup leading up to that. But now it's like, okay, now it's starting to do some of the stuff I would imagine from an old school RPG, some of the same tropes that you know you would expect. But... I'm still enjoying it, but it is harder to experiment with the jobs and try to come up with good combinations because I feel like you have to do specific things to defeat certain enemies. And like, there's another aspect to it now where I'm trying to open a particular door to a particular building that will unlock the last job and you have to defeat like specific enemies and they have like one weakness and you have to exploit that weakness. And that's proving kind of difficult as well. So... I'm, I'm at that strategy a, guy, dude. Gotta get, gotta, gotta get on that that Prima Guide's dick. Do they have a guide for Bravely Default? I don't fucking know. I doubt they do. Yeah, but I, I definitely am at kind of a, a standstill. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of, it kind of came to a halt for a little bit. But I do want to jump back in now and try to get it finished up so I can get you know ready for the sequel. What, but, what's uh, the uh, name of the strategy guide entity that starts with a B? Bradley, Brit. 
Brady games. Brady games? Brady, yeah. Brady games. Probably and Brady games. Prima. And then there's, uh, like, Piggyback. Game Facts. There's game, the Game Facts is, what I think, what you're looking for. The Game Facts. Uh, yeah. the, the Jonathan Sawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I just call him Game Facts <laughs> now. That, that, he's, he's just called Game Facts. That's his nickname. Um, but yeah, that's mine. I, I mean, I have not played Danganronpa. Uh, I have. I just haven't really played it. Persona Q I haven't played yet. I've heard really good things about Hatsune Miku. Uh, a buddy of mine plays it on PS3. He's unlocked all the songs. And that game's fun to play. Like, I, I go there and oh, yeah. play it you know, from time to time. Um, I The songs are catchy, too. Like, it's not really my cup of tea. But I definitely do get into some of the songs. Like, it's... It's a it's a fun game. I mean, it's a cool rhythm game. It's you know it's fun to play. It's it's a game that we actually can like hang out and pass the controller. You know, try I, to see I, what we I, can I, do better I, I on the do song love and that stuff game, like that. But yeah. I have to admittedly say that like fucking every time I I just play that game and I listen to it, it it immediately just brings back memories of Chrissy Poo, which I don't know if I talk. I, yeah, I have talked to you guys about Chrissy. It's pronounced Squeenix. Like, oh God. Yeah, yeah that fucking guys. that 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 fucking dude and like playing his J-pop and his Foyata as he speeds off, like eating like fucking nothing but like udon root noodles and like buying all the fucking like harem and like lollicons wall scrolls that he can from all the fucking local comic book shops. <laughs> it. It, it, like it, it, all joking aside, though, it is it is it is fun, and uh, especially with like certain Hatsune Miku favorites. Like I, my favorite Hatsune Miku song is "Fucking Roll." I just I love that stupid song. Um, I I really feel like they did a good job. If anything, though, uh, the I don't feel like the character, the character is like not so lollycon to me. But, like, the game makes me feel like she is. Am I weird for saying that? I don't know. I get that vibe. Um, not really personally. I was going to actually ask you, though. Um, I had to get on here on uh, Sarah's page because... Did you guys ever review Hatsune Miku? You guys, I mean, like, even, like, for, like, a side thing or anything like that? Uh, I know you Ren, both, you both played Ren it. actually reviewed it for Press Pod Radio. For the site, yeah. yeah. The first yeah, one, that's, yeah. That, that's what I thought. Now, was it... PS3 or Vita? Because I'm actually curious about the Vita version. We can maybe talk about this later. I know it's not really a discussion we should have for the award show, but... Well, PS... Well, okay, so Project Eva 2nd on PS3 and Vita are the same game, and you can cross-save and everything that you do in one okay. will appear in the other. Uh, the first one, though, uh, is a little different. Uh, the first one was only released on PS3 with a digital download in North America, but a physical version um, exists in Japan. Uh, but only half the game is on the cart. You got to download the rest of it for like another thirty bucks or whatever, right? So, um, so that's what that was. And then um, you can actually import your Japanese save data into the second game, which is kind of nice. If uh, you've like, gone ahead and <laughs> excuse me, I didn't even imported it. Yeah, no, uh, you right. can. Even, it's also available on Japanese PSN. Well, that's just it. Yeah, yeah. Like the uh, the the first one on Vita is available on the North American PSN as well. Is what I'm trying to get at. But they are di- they are different games though because there's stuff on one that isn't on the other and vice versa. Well, there you go. Yeah. So and, and of course like the second one like I said everything is exactly the same on both so you're not missing out on anything if you've got one or the other. So is that going to be your picks here? That is my pick. Yes. Yeah. 
I, I, I like Bravely. Bravely Default was good, but it really lost a lot of wind in its sails around the halfway mark. Yeah, I'm yeah it's that, that second uh, half, everyone's, man. Everyone's saying that, and it stinks, too, because I'm at that point now. Like, I, I want to finish it. I'm just like, ugh. It's, I, it's, it's that fucking Metroid Prime complex. Hmm. But, yeah, I'm. I, it's still the game still did plenty for me. Like, I don't know. I didn't get a chance to really play Hatsune Miku too much, but, like, for what it does, it's it's cool. I just... I've played, I know, I would, per, I've played a lot of, like a bunch of Persona Q too, but I'm kind of writing it off. It's just not as good as I I had hoped. It's too, it's too Etrian, is what it is. Yeah, yeah I think I, I Etrian, about that like too. yeah, and like Etrian's its own thing now. Like, and but I, I didn't. And you're right, but I love Etrian. It's just that that's not what you play Persona. Not like I guess like after you get what you've gotten out of like four and three, that's not a direction you want it to go in again. Um, <laughs> but it is though. Like I want another game like four or three. That's the thing. No, I'm talking. Well, right. Yeah. No, I'm. That that's what I'm talking about. I'm saying. Oh, okay, like okay. going so back to the first person. You don't want it to go because that's what it originally was, wasn't it? Yeah. In the first, uh, I think the second game had first person exploration too. Maybe. Yeah, they're both like the first, first person. It was first it wasn't until like the third yeah. one where like they they made it that way, and now like that's yeah, exactly. that's the association that people have with like Persona, so, and like because that's where it sort of became wildly popular. And I mean, for, with that said, I mean, I'm of the opinion that Persona Four is like it's it's the best RPG I think that's come out in the last fifteen years. So. And I stand by that. Hmm. Well, I'm going to go ahead and stick with Bravely Default. Uh, I'm assuming Andrew's uh, all about that Bravely Default Grave Train. Yeah. We've got Hatsune Miku for Sare. And Gil is ineffectually indifferent, but nonetheless, he's he's happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and award it to Bravely Default. Fucking that that is the winner for best Japanese game of 2014. We're gonna go ahead and move on to wait might just be the fucking like why why do we bother reading the rest of the nominees? I know what everybody's gonna pick. I know, but, but damn it, I will make a a defense for my pick. <laughs> I, I I know I know you I know you, dude. Too. I want to make a defense for it too, okay. but but you can't. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> You just gonna give it to it now. Just go ahead and she All she right, so it. the next category we've got is best, best action game. game. And the nominees are Shadows of Mordor, Assassin's Creed Rogue, Bayonetta 2, and Hyrule Warriors. And the winner is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just just call it Best Bayonetta 2, Bayonetta 2. Yeah. The best Bayonetta 2. Starring Bayonetta 2. Uh honestly though. But wait, but, but really, but but I because I, I, I assume Gil and George, but Sarah, I, 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 Sarah, out of these four games, I don't think you played any of these, but I want to know out of these four games, would you pick Bayonetta just because it's Bayonetta? I would. Okay. Except then, it, <laughs> okay. then, then, I, then I'd have to buy a Wii though, right? That's the Wii U. But did you ever play I, the original? I love, no, but it was it was the confident response. And he's just like, I would, I would, like okay. <laughs> I, I just had to know. I had to know. I'd end up uh, uh, by another. It, Jesus, I forgot about that. Um, Bayonetta two isn't just a, a like so many would so many people would just uh, essentially assume that it's just more Bayonetta, but it's so much more than that. Like I feel like if anybody here on this panel could totally like, I, I would say it, go on about it and, and 
I don't think anybody can do it more eloquently than Gil. Like, Gil, why why should Bayonetta 2 be the best action game of 2014? Dude, it's so good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it just, first of all, it really, like, it shows what the Wii U can do. That was, like, the first thing that I really liked about it, because a lot of people talk about how the Wii U is underpowered and stuff, but that game really shows it's it's not really how powerful the system is, it's how you utilize it. And that game looks amazing. Um, it runs smooth as butter, and everything about that game is just, like, fun and frustratingly difficult. And, like, I, I, I still haven't beaten it, and I still haven't beaten it because I specifically stopped playing it because I didn't want to finish it too fast. Yeah, it was one of those, like, this is so good, I, yeah, I don't want to yeah. come to the end. I got, like, two-thirds into it, and I stopped, I, like, stopped myself because I want to wait. <laughs> and I, I would say that there's... It, 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 as far as, like, what it brings new to Bayonetta, it really just refines everything that was really good about Bayonetta, but it, it just makes it smoother. It makes it... Hell, like, I can actually... The story even makes more sense. Like, there's there's a sense of polish all around with this game. And then I think that, like, the real runaway star, like, the thing that I never thought was fucking possible in this style of game was the cooperative multiplayer. And it's, it's fucking, it's so smooth. It's good. It, like, it, it, it's really awkward. I'm sorry. I don't want to say awkward. It's rare. It's rare to, like, play a cooperative game like this and still feel motivated to perform better than your partner. But at the same, at the, in the very same notion, like, you know, earn a sense of satisfaction of knowing that, like, you were able to take on the odds that were stacked against you because of the assistance and utility that your partner offered you. It... Oh, man. I don't know. I, I really, really dug it. And, like, that same sort of feeling, it, if anything, I kind of feel like it, it had the better direction in Hyrule Warriors. Because Hyrule Warriors, it, again, surprises you with how good that, that particular mechanic is for cooperative multiplayer. But, yeah, Bayonetta 2, it, it ups the ante in so many ways. I think the only thing I walked away with that I didn't like about Bayonetta 2 is just that the, the, the spectacle fights, especially with bosses... They, there was too fucking much, like there, oh. there, there was too much, <laughs> like they, they, they were, they were, they were spaced, like they're, they're paced, like I would say appropriately within the first game, and then it was like every other goddamn level with Bayonetta two, but thankfully they never lasted too long. I liked it. I liked all everything. <laughs> <laughs> like no, mm, no, 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 no. And it's my favorite part is that it's fucking hard too. Like, I I can't stand when I just breeze through a game. Like I want to rip my hair out. I would I would, but you know it, it's hard, but it it never. I don't think it crushes you. If did you anything, wait? What difficulty did you play on? Oh God, I don't know the the mid tier like the one that's just above normal. Yeah, no, I played on fucking hard mode and that was a pain in the ass you're stupid you, you that was <laughs> stupid that's unplayable <laughs> like i just want to roll up a newspaper and bop you on the nose and bad go, oh no. yeah bad why would you do that stop that because i feel like i'm not really beating the game if i don't beat it on the hardest difficulty oh now he's showing off this motherfucker yeah yeah he has, to he has to prove a point to this game 
All right, Andrew. Why yes. though? So, Shadows of Mordor. Shadows, Shadow of Mordor. Okay, so the thing I like most about Shadow of Mordor, um, and honestly, I have not yet played Bayonetta on Wii U. I have it sitting right in front of me. I will be playing it. I think I might jump into it tomorrow. Um, and then you'll probably I'll, send everybody a text message back. I'll be like, like shit, so yeah. sorry. So bad. <laughs> but the, the, the cool thing about Shadow of Mordor is it, it takes concepts from other action games that we've already played, but it does it all amazingly well. Like, I, I love the fact that the mechanics are, like, almost a complete, like, just straight ripped from Batman. Like, the combat is Batman with a sword. You know, it's like, you know, attack, attack, triangle to, you know, block or parry. And then you hit, like, I think X to, like, jump over the guy. Like, the bat, it's Batman mechanics. It really is. But it does it well. Uh, the it combat. It's in an open world. Like, it's it's almost in, like in, it, in it a kinda, big open world. It's like world, a like, palette. It's almost like a light palette to what we would probably expect from Arkham Knight. That's sort of like what I got. Yeah, but it, it kind of takes like the Assassin's Creed style of gameplay, but with the Batman combat, it does it all very well. But the best part about Shadow Mordor is like the actual like I don't know if it's I mean it's not it, it, there's like nemesis that you'll you know get throughout the game, but just the whole concept of like going against the captains and war chiefs. And that if they kill you, they become more powerful. And so it gives you incentive to go back and try to kill them. Like, I I was playing it for about, I think I only put about 20 hours into it or so. But I kind of just didn't give a shit early on in the game. I kept on getting killed by the same captain. It was a captain that had a long-range attack. And I just kept on getting killed by him. But I didn't think anything of it. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I'll, I'll kill him eventually. And kind of fucked around and, and got him to the point where he was a level 20 legendary captain who is invulnerable to everything but stealth <laughs> finishers. Everything but stealth finishers. So I can't range attack him. I can't regularly like go up and just attack him and hack and slash because he has combat mastery. Like, And this happens just because of my lack of not caring. Like, You have to take into account everything when you go up to a war, a war chief or a captain because if they do kill you, they become more powerful. They advance in the army, and it's that much more you know, difficult to take them down. But you don't want to do anything else but go after that one captain. Like fucking, like this guy. I'm gonna come after him, you know. And it's a, it's like it's like a game within the game that like, I don't know. Just for me, it was like a big selling point. Like I really dug it. Um, like and I, I was actually gonna pick Sunset as best action game originally, but just somehow Shadow Mordor. Like it really just I I super got into it. Really enjoyed playing it. Um, I hope to play more of it. I, I kind of stopped, you know, with all the other games coming out. Um, but I'd like to get back into it at some point. But yeah, I, I assume Bayonetta would probably win this one. But uh, Shadow Mordor is good. And I think I'm glad that it did well enough to where I know they said that if it did well, they wanted to like, you know, do sequels. They wanted to, you know, make it a franchise. So I hope they come out with more because I thought it was really, really good. But yeah, Bayonetta, I, I figured I, I, I was not surprised <laughs> at all. <laughs> I, I'm glad that like. <clears throat> Like I'm, I'm glad that 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 realization sunk in. Like, yeah. To be fair, I, I've heard but, nothing but good things. Like I said, it's the reason why I chose Nintendo as best publisher because they did give us a Bayonetta sequel. I love the first one. Uh, my 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 favorite of those types of games. Like I like that way more than I like Double May Cry or any other games like it. Well, without so effectively, then I'd be I'll be more than happy to. To go ahead and well, yeah, let's let's award the shit out of uh, best action game 2014 to to Bayonetta 2. So with that out of the way, we can definitely move on to wow, this one, this 
I, I can see some I can see some pushback with this next category. Let's let's jump into it though. Best fighting game. Best fighting of, game. Uh, 2014. Uh, to be honest, I mean it was, it was slim pickings this year, but like we we made the best of it. So the nominees are uh, Super Smash Brothers Wii U, Ultra Street Fighter 4, Killer Instinct Season 2, and Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. So, I don't have to guess what Gil's choice is. <laughs> don't even have to guess. Like, <laughs> I'm playing it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some intense Smash playing going on. Um, participation, Gil. You fucked up. Anyway, I'm participating. I'm doing. I'm multitasking. He's playing. He's playing. <laughs> he's playing said game. He's trying to, you know, refresh. That's all. That's right. So, Sayer. I know what Sarah's not picking. Like I know he's not. He's not going to pick Street Fighter or Killer Instinct. I don't think. No, definitely not Street Fighter. He or I. I see him as the Persona guy. I would, but I don't know. I didn't really, uh, didn't really dig uh, the first one. To be honest, there was way too much exposition. Like you'd be reading, reading for thirty minutes. Yeah, Yeah, but I I, I, I didn't get it on purpose. Yeah, reading for 30 purpose, minutes, though. one single one round fight, then another 30 minutes of text is not great exposition this make. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think the fighting genre is kind of a wash this year because I'm not falling into the Super Smash Brothers camp. No, I, I, we figured, I, yeah, I, I can't blame you there, sir. It's not Tech Romancer, that's for sure. No, it is not. No, it is not. Yeah. Hmm. Overrated game. Says you. Hey, he sold me on it. I, he he sold me on it too. So, wait, so why won't why why won't you fall into the Smash Brothers camp? Because I'm done with it. Melee was the height of the series, and I just don't have the time, resources, or otherwise uh, drive to go back into it. To be honest, it if you loved Melee, like yeah, I, how do I say this? If we I also I also loved Melee ten years ago. I'm a different person now. Yeah, but that's not that's not really a good argument because there's uh, a lot kind of, of is my tastes have changed vastly since then. But do you hate do you do you dislike? I mean, I'm sure there I didn't are. Say games I hated it. I just said that it's not for me. No, I mean, like, do you? Okay, I'm not saying that. Obviously, you, there there's games that I dislike that I used to like when I was a kid, but like. Do you generally not like the games that you that you loved when you were younger? Uh, it's got, yeah. I don't play a lot of RPGs anymore at all. Like I'll, I'll play the odd one here and there, but on the whole, they just take up too much time. I I think what Sarah's trying to say, if I if, if you don't mind my cutting in, is Smash Brothers is a very investing game, and it's the energy that it takes. It's just that the drive's no longer there. Am, am I hitting the nail, Sarah? More, more or less, yeah. Like, especially where they've now implemented the uh, the amiibo functions and DLC, <laughs> and it just becomes too much. Yeah, and to be fair, the uh, amiibo functionality is really light, dude. It's, it's even so. Even but so, it's not—it's it's not something that's necessary. It's not something that you need to do, though. Like Smash, it's the thing is—is is that yeah, it is a game that has all this content, and it's—it's it's something you can invest a lot of time into. But it's also a game that you don't have to invest a lot of time into. Like you can just buy it 
if you have friends, buy it. Just you don't even have to play the the main. It's you know what the main content that I want. I want to say main content. That's not even the main content because when you even when you boot up the menu, it's hard to find classic mode and shit. The first option you have, which is the biggest thing on the menu, is just a multiplayer smash. And for so for something like that, I would compare it to like a Mario Party, where most of the time you don't play that one like one player. Okay, so to that end, I'll make the uh, the argument that because I don't have anyone else that's going to sit on the couch with me, all right, to play these uh, multiplayer matches, and I'm not playing online because again, I don't have the time resources to sink into getting good. It becomes a wash again. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I agree with Sarah. I I feel like I like Smash because. I, you know, this is a game that I'll maybe like, you know, have some people over to play or I might, you know, go over to a buddy's house and play it there. But playing it just solo or trying to play online, definitely not my cup of tea. But I feel like I'm I'm kind of in a position where I'm in like, <laughs> like, like Sarah, Sarah's smart that he kind of distances himself from, you know, like the hype of a game. But I'm like firmly planted right in the middle of the smash hype, you know, just from, you know, my position. So, you know, I get pumped about it. Even though I might not play a lot of that game, I get excited about it because everyone else is coming in, pumped about it, talking about it, you know, getting the figures, getting the controllers, you know, all that stuff. Like, like I'm, I'm so part of that and in, in the middle of it that, you know, I'm excited about it. But if you distance yourself from it and you're not part of that, I could see it not being something you'd be really super pumped about, you know, especially if it's just like if you kind of stay more to single-player experiences. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Uh, I, I mean, like I said, you know, if my position was different, I probably wouldn't be into it as much. But, you know, I have fielded calls for GameCube adapters for months. <laughs> and I want to buy one just so I can throw it away and watch people cry. <laughs> I, I, I want to go to someone's house and find one and break it in front of them. Goddamn yeah, you, it's... Nintendo. Goddamn you. I, dude, I'm still, like, I've given up the search. Like, the you won't new, find them. The energy, yeah, the energy is now, like, solely planted at fucking trying to find the Little Mac. Just, so. just, like, and honestly, the PDP controller is not a bad alternative. It's like a classic mm. controller. It, better, though, is the, if you don't have the GameCube controller, the PDP one is kind, kind of poopy. Um, it is, but at least you got the better. button layout. Yeah, but have the Hori one. I have not seen those in stores. Are they only online? Yeah, but they're the same price and they're way better. I've seen them in store. They're they're pretty legit. I would prefer the Hori one for sure. But I just want like I just want like the button layout is all I really yeah, care yeah. about. The configuration. Actually, but. you know what? I, I, I didn't. I wasn't gonna like it originally, but like after I've been playing it on the 3DS, um, the gamepad and the Pro controller aren't isn't that bad because once you once you get used to the 3DS, you're kind of used to that button layout. So. Now that I'm used to both of them, I can kind of adapt. I don't have to use the game controller, GameCube controller. I just prefer to use it. Yeah. I, 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 dude, I really, I'm looking for that GameCube adapter because I'll tell you right now, like, <clears throat> playing it on the, the like classic Pro controller sucks. Um, God, uh, fucking the gamepad, it, it, it was better than I thought, but still, like, I. I don't. I don't really have the utilities that I'd like to to play in a party setting yet, and that like that adapter is all I need. I've got like 407 cube controllers, like between Mario Party, mm-hmm. Melee, and then Double Dash. Like I fucking you gotta get two of them, up man. on cube controllers like it was Y2K. You gotta get two of those adapters then. 
Yeah. That A, that A player. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, fuck, man. And it'll never happen. It'll never fucking happen unless I want to spend, like, $350 and then cut my own fucking kidney out in Tijuana. Like, that's the only way that I could see myself even coming anywhere near the realm of possibility of getting this fucking adapter. Cause Are they not going to ship more out? I, I believe eventually. Nintendo is discontinuing it. No, no way. No. They, they no. can't. How? So they're they're. I assume they did what Nintendo always does, and they make vastly limited, you know, quantities of an item. And then when they sell out, they eventually will come out with more. But it'll be probably until after the holiday. Um, I I saw on a website of the store that shall not be named that they were selling the adapters, but you had to buy four. GameCube controllers with it. It was a pre-order bundle deal for 140 bucks for four controllers and the adapter, and those are sold out right now as well. But they did show back up for sale. Very limited time, but they did show back up. So I they won't discontinue it. There's no way they would discredit the the, the fans because everyone wants it, and it's not hard to make. So I can't imagine they would discontinue it. That would be dumb. It's it's like they said, okay, the well, GameCube adapter is gonna be awesome, but it's only gonna be for this one game. And then just discontinue it? No. Yeah. Like, it, they'll, they'll be back around. They're just going to wait to talk to the holidays when everyone fucking wants one, then they'll eventually come out with it. It's yeah, Nintendo. During, that, during it, their it, slow it, quarter in 2015. Yeah, yeah. It, that's all it is. It's supply and demand. It's all it is. Like, they're smart. I mean, it, it's shady, but smart. You know? Give, like, they, they did it with releases on all their first-party titles. Like, Animal Crossing was like that. I remember Fire Emblem being like that. Oh, God, Luigi's Mansion was like that. I totally forgot. Uh, it still is. You can't fucking find that game. Like, you have to buy it digitally pretty much now. Yep. I, I always thought that, that was like a tactic geared towards their digital marketing because Nintendo's got that. Uh, which, for, for the games, yes, I agree. But I think now with the accessories and the Amiibos, oh, yeah, it's a whole nother ballgame. Oh, God, the Amiibos. Why? What fresh hell. Can we make fucking... Amiibos? Let's make Amiibos the Mako this year. <laughs> oh, uh, all right, I did not think that bit. those things were going to be as huge as they are. Yeah. I, I honestly, I had a feeling they would be big. I did not. I did so not like think... what? You thought they'd be two inches instead of four? Ah, <laughs> oh, look at you. But I didn't think they were going to do some like, uh, this Amiibo is rare. And I'm like, it just came out three days ago. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Three days ago and already up. discontinued kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, like I think it's, I think it's practically like to to get either Wii Fit Trainer, Villager, or Marth is like it's comparable to winning a couple hundred dollars in the lottery. Like, yeah. It, uh, I don't Actually, know. it's kind of funny. I was at Walmart a couple weeks ago and I I saw a Wii Fit Trainer. Trainer. That was before they were apparently rare. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's there's a truck stop that I'm hearing sells uh, amiibos, like because it, it, well now because it's got it's okay it's that weird truck stop that has a 7-Eleven attached to it, but it's one of the weird weird 7-Elevens that still sells video games even after 7-Eleven stopped selling video games, and they also have action figures, the Funko Pop fucking like bobblehead figures, and like some other novelty shit, and they also have a uh, fucking uh, Disney Infinity figures. They don't have Skylanders, weird, but they've got Amiibos. Like, somebody told me they fucking bought Fox from there because they had a hard time finding Fox. So, 
I'll really? have to check it out. There's a bunch of foxes over here. Oh, uh, dude. Fox? Yeah. So I'm hearing... So uh, Rob Rich, senior editor at 148apps.com, friend, friend of the site, boss as well and all that. Motherfucker can't find a Samus to save his life. There's like... Dude, there's- there's like 308 Samus over here. Yeah, and he lives in New York. <laughs> really? So, so do I, but there's a million Samus over here. Yeah, he can't find one. He can't, I bought one to send him. So, I don't know. But see, like, it's just funny. Like, the communal effort that goes into this, like, I don't, like, there's no way Nintendo could have anticipated. In fact, I don't, I think this is the most activity I've ever seen on Miiverse, even, where people are collectively asking each other, How'd you get your amiibos and blah blah blah? So, uh, amiibos. I'm sorry. It yeah, they they fucking they brought. They're making a lot of money off of bullshit right now. Yeah. Uh, Truth. So what were we talking about? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Uh, Best fighting game. Okay. I believe us fighting uh, about amiibos. Yeah, I. To be fair, Killer Instinct Season 2 fucking killed it. And, like, I don't think... I think Microsoft stopped promoting Killer Instinct, to be honest. Yeah, probably. Yeah, even Double Helix has been, like... Well, Double Helix doesn't do it. No, yeah, I forgot. It's Iron Galaxy now. It's Iron Galaxy now. I totally forgot about that, yeah. But I don't feel like they've stayed on top of it. They've, They've definitely... They've taken the, the only, ball the, that they've been given well, and ran. The good with thing it. is they haven't done a lot of advertising on their end, like on like Microsoft and stuff like that. But they hired uh, Maximilian, which is a big uh, YouTube and, and streamer for like the fighting game community. They actually got him to work. I think he's doing community stuff now for them. So that that's a pretty big deal. So I mean, they they do a lot with like YouTube and streaming for Killer Instinct. A lot of that's just online stuff. A lot of the the exposure for the game now is online. But true, yeah, yeah. But even then, even on like the Xbox dashboard, and like most people don't even know that like Killer Instinct Two, the arcade Killer Instinct Two, not Gold, but Ki Two came, came with the Ultra Edition. Yeah, a lot of mm-hmm. people don't even know that they made a big deal about. It, but see how like everybody like fucking collectively frothed at the mouse. I'm like, yeah, arcade, dude, I'm gonna do that infinite Cinder combo. Like people got their shit excited, and now they're just like, yeah, it's there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good. It just, I, I, that, that's another, that's an excellent example of like, well, the hype died down on that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to have to go with Smash Brothers. Arena Ultimix is good, but man, it does. I, I have played it yet. I, it, I own both. I haven't played them. I, and I, you know what? And I can barely <coughs> play it because I'm still playing through Persona 4. I'm actually still trying same. to do it for Super Play. Same on Vita. Yeah, same here. I yeah. don't want to get it. But at the same time, the only reason I would get it is just to complete the tarot card set. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. Yep. <laughs> do you need of the course. tarot cards? No, they're just cool. No, but Sarah, do you need them? I have them. I don't fucking care about them. I, I got my oh, inflatable cool. teddy. And like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. No. Uh, yeah. I've only got the, the other half that came with Persona Q. Cool. I'll give you the tarot cards. I don't even give a shit about them. They're big Sick. and stupid. <laughs> Great. All right. What's your pick then, Sarah? Let's trade for uh, trade. Tell me your pick right now. My Fucking pick. Do it. Yeah. Um. I just I don't know. I don't have a pick. I don't have a pick for a fighting game. All right. Well, All right. fine. There, there's there's the nothing substantial. Like... No, nothing substantial in fighting for me to for for me to pick. Like I don't know. Ultra Street oh, Fighter Four is nicer. You better. know what I don't like about Ultra Street Fighter Four? Doesn't have its own trophies or achievements. It just really? pulls off. Yeah. Huh. So it, it barely feels like its own thing. 
It, it literally yeah. it just roots off of like your previous save information from any of the other iterations. It's really fucking weird. Like I think even arcade edition had its own achievements. Am I am I right in assuming that, Andrew? Like if you bought it standalone as opposed to DLC. Mm. Let's talk. Yeah. Back now. We'll, we'll yeah. Back. I, I'll go with yes for now until I find out otherwise. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So Smash Brothers, that fucking win. Smash, yeah. Yeah, Smash, fucking one. Good, good on you, Smash. God damn this Nintendo list. Fucking sweep it. Here we go, though. Here, here, here's one that uh, won't be so easy. Uh, we got best, best RPG. RPG game. Let's go ahead and tap into best RPG. So, uh, I'm making another uh, appearance in again. We got Bravely Default, uh, South Park, The Stick of Truth. The Witch and the Hundred Knight and Child of Light. And speaking of which, by the way, South Park is Ubisoft. Ubisoft fucking made that happen. So again... Only because they had to buy it from THQ. Yeah, true. <laughs> and this one's challenging for me because I've told you guys and I've extolled uh, my love for Child of Light. I mean, I went into it in so many... Whether it was the review, the podcast, or our play play that we've done on Child of Light. I fucking... I love that game. And I can and I can play it over and love that game. And I... Like, it... It's still the best RP, one of the best RPGs you can play. But man, also Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there we go. U- 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 Ubisoft. Um, Ubisoft. Ubisoft. U- U- Ubisoft. So, South Park, sick of truth, dude. I that came out of yep. nowhere. I did fun. not expect that yeah. game to be as good as it was, and even even the battle system is so simple. It it's it's so it's it's like. It's it's mm. Super Mario RPG it's status. Paper Mario, you know? yeah. I'm sorry, Gil. Paper Mario too. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and even and like, even though it borrows those things, it 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 has like this humble battle system that does all the right things that still make it deep enough, and like, it makes you care about everything that's going on in such a stupid, weird way. And it, it like. They really did make an interactive South Park episode because like. I don't know how many times I was playing it, and if if I wasn't accessing like an in-game menu or a hub, people thought like, like everybody thought this is like a, an addition to like the fucking like the Black Friday uh, episode, which I mean, in which in, in or that series, which the, those arcs of episodes were uh you know subliminally promoting Stick of Truth. So, um, but yeah, everybody was just like, what what is this? Is this like more Black Friday Brunderu? And I'm Black like, no. Black Friday Bundudu. Black Friday Bundudu. No, dude, this is Stick of Truth. What? You're, this isn't a fucking game. I'm like, look, here's a controller. And I go into the menu. I'm like, oh, my God, it looks like the cartoon, especially when it would go into the cutscenes. And, like, I don't want to spoil the shit that happens in this game, but, like, the narrative and the fiction is very much fucking South Park. Like, I think it's, it's definitely more offensive, I, I think, than, like, even some of the, like, more recent episodes. And that's saying something. Like, it, I, I, it definitely takes advantage of getting away the fact that it's not on fucking cable television. So it gets to be, like, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, like, get to definitely play around in gratuitous scenes of violence, sex, drugs, and fucking poop. So much shit. All the shit. Insane. All the shit. And, and peeing, and vaginas, and... Mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, stick of truth, and buttholes. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, all the buttholes. <laughs> yeah, Stick of Truth, uh, it was the surprising RPG of the year. I, I If, like, if they were to the make a sequel to it, I, I would be so excited. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry? Nothing. <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. Missing, missing the goof. Um, but yeah, no, Stick of Truth is mine. I don't know about you guys. Gil, you're so talkative. Yeah, yeah Stick of Truth. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up, Stick of Truth. All right, cool. So we got two for Stick of Truth. Sarah. That, you know what I liked about the wait? You know what I liked about that game? Um, mm-hmm. Besides, like, I love the gameplay and everything, and it really reminded me of uh, Paper Mario, which I love Paper Mario. But uh, I'm really not crazy about most RPGs. I really, really, really have to like an RPG for me to actually play it. Like, I have to be immediately engaged in it. I can't, like... I don't like when I have to, like, grind and fuck around for an hour before I actually get into any real gameplay. And, um... That game was, like, engaging from the first second I started playing it. And the thing about that game is that if you just follow the main story and don't do any side quests, it's really short. But there's so many side quests, you can... You can either finish that game in a couple hours or numerous days. I I think, like, the one big complaint that I had about Stick of Truth was the permanence of, like, certain decisions. Like, because, like, the game, the side quests are all collectibles, mm-hmm. which they don't do. Like, if anything, there's some nifty, cool parts that add to the game. But, yeah, they don't, like, you don't, you don't miss out on anything for the main story that the game's trying to tell. Yeah. But, like, a big thing that you collect are, like, Facebook friend requests. And the fact that, like, hmm. if you don't take, if you don't participate or interact with one specific thing in that one specific moment, you can never go back to that part of the game again. It's permanently locked out. And I felt like that game had way too many of those scenarios to the point where, like, if you really did want to get every single thing in the game, you had to start over and have a perfect run through, and which I can only imagine is, uh, you know, a you get a strategy guide for it, so that kind of takes away from the game, or b be a fucking crazy person and just go off of trial and error and play that game over and over and over again. Which, admittedly, like no game is that good. So, yeah, um, but yeah, Stick of Truth was still it was it was, it was the definite surprise, and it, it was it was fucking fun. I I. I didn't think I played an RPG unlike other than Child of Light, where I like wanted to blow through it and just super get at it. And I don't know, I, Sarah, did you ever fucking play Child of Light? Because I told him like, man, it's like Grandia but better. And you did the play play. Did you do it? I did not. Oh, uh, dude, I'm fuck. No. God damn it. Okay. What, if what I'm gonna play pick? Grandia, I'll play Grandia. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. I don't know if it's I've got if, all three. So, well, I guess there's a fourth one too, but the fourth extreme. one doesn't count. Extreme doesn't count. Yeah, extreme's stupid. So is three. Three's fucking pretty <clears throat> my butt. Are you ready to take it to the extreme? Doesn't work. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> um, but yeah, three and extreme are poop from my butt. Two is the best one. In fact, all you need to do is play mm-hmm. two. The first yeah. one doesn't even age well. Um, uh, God. Uh, speaking of Jonathan Sawyer, he's probably fucking screaming, No! No, no. But no. uh, <laughs> well, yeah, what is your pick? My pick is The Witch and the Hundred Knight, uh, mostly because of its insane depth and decent writing and likable characters. And the fact that uh, for once, NIS has, uh, has sort of released a game that its fans deserve. 
because they had a pretty solid track record of mediocrity. Uh, well, crap to mediocrity, really. A lot of its stuff just didn't hold up as well as they had uh, sort of sort of hoped. But uh, but The Witch in the 108 was, a, was different. Um, having played so much NIS and being thoroughly disappointed, it was refreshing to actually like something that they've produced. Uh, and... You know the the things that uh, that make it special is that well one it's not a tactical RPG so you can go in and run around and attack stuff in real time and um, uh, you can collect weapons and stuff of varying rarities and you can like level those up depending on what type of rarity they are but then like they've also got die markers attached to them so you can get bonuses if you can put sequential uh, weapons into your uh, inventory like in the right order. Uh, so there's a lot of depth in that sort of aspect. There's a lot of stuff that you can unlock and tweak within uh, within like uh, the the witch's mansion and stuff. Which, you know, it's it's very typical NIS in that respect, where you can you can basically take a single aspect of the game and you can spend forever on it if you want to. But you can also get through the game without having done it. So yeah, the Witch and the Hundred Knight, I, I would say, is probably my favorite RPG of this year. Yeah, he reviewed it highly. I think he gave it like a 4.5 yeah. or something. Oh, yeah, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, Andrew. Looks like you're your you're decision maker, dude. Bravely default. That's definitely... That's that's RPG. That's it tops all the others, in my opinion. That was the game I played, with the exception of Persona 4 Golden, like the RPG I played the most of this year. Like I said, still trying to play it, still trying to get through it, but uh, definitely enjoyed it. Glad I played it. Um, South Park I enjoyed for the most part I just didn't get super far into South Park I think I put maybe 15 hours into it and then kind of just stopped for a minute and then just never picked it back up but I appreciated it I mean it's it's definitely it's South Park that's for sure I mean it's about as close to the TV shows you can you possibly like you're get talking about a first date <laughs> it was great I might call it again I don't know you know might, might see it a few more times I um, I, yeah, I, I you know, couldn't put it down me. I took that I took that date home I I like we had dinner, not in a town, and then like I asked that date to go steady with me. So taking Aww. that taking that date to the next level. Next but level. Then, yeah, pa- but then yeah, but then like out. afterwards, like all the the spark was gone once we did everything we could together. And now yeah. I might come, I might give it a call, just to, you know who knows. The grind was too much, huh? Son of a bitch. See, I was trying mm. to keep it classy, but no, never, never, not when we're uh, No, not with us. Um, all right. South Park won best RPG of the year. Golden Zonkey, fucking, I mean, take that. Um, yeah. Well, no, Ubisoft, it's fucking yeah. Ubisoft, you suck. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, Ubisoft. All right, so we're nearing down to our last four categories, and we're fucking done. And this has been this has been a fucking bay ride so far. Like, uh-huh. it's a uh, it, it's it's definitely gotten. I think it's gotten intense. It was weird at the parts of it that I didn't imagine or that I imagined would get intense and didn't. So, uh, so our next category that we're, we're going to go ahead and, and slap up here best is shooter. best shooter. And weirdly enough, uh, uh, advanced warfare aside, there weren't too many first person shooters of note this mm-hmm. year. It was, it was very weird. Um, I mean, they came out, but like, do you guys think that has anything to do with the fact that it is a Nintendo year? <laughs> In a sense, I don't know. Uh. It's weird, but here here are the best here are the nominees for the best shooter of 2014. And 
the nominees go as followed. Titanfall, Halo the Master Chief Collection, Far Cry 4, and Geometry Wars 3 Dimensions. Mm-hmm. So, I am going to go with, and, and believe me, this is a close one. Far Cry 4 is fun. It's good. <clears throat> but it's Far Cry 3 with an endgame and, uh, to be honest, a much more appealing antagonist. Because fucking Vaz yeah. is so one-dimensional. Like, Pagan, though. Pagan's, like, somebody that, like, is believable. And and even then, I, I won't go into too much more. It's it, it's it's super Far Cry 3. Like, it it's... I, I don't want to say that in light of the game, because Far Cry 3 is good. But, I mean, it's like Uncanny Valley. Which, in my opinion, that that takes away from that. That that to me, it, it, it's like I, I I experience fatigue with playing the game. If that makes any sense, even though it was fun, it was something that I definitely felt like I've already done before. But it's still pretty good, nonetheless. Um, Master Chief Collection. I just reviewed it. Um, value wise, that's an incredible bundle. It, I mean, for fuck sixty dollars for four the four Halo games is it's fucking good. Um, uh, those games, and I don't give a shit, and I can argue with you down for because I've already, uh, my review is already between like fucking between. I can only imagine. I haven't checked yet. Gills point five for Sonic, um, <laughs> and then me pretty much saying like the Halo games are shit at sixty frames per second. Uh, yeah, it, I can only imagine our opinions aren't very popular, but it's true. Like there's there's no need like it, it it's awkward it's clumsy <clears throat> the thirty frames per second and even if you try to play the games in their purest form that frame set will lock the only way you can play it at thirty frames is if you're doing local multiplayer which is fucking weird um, but that's the case uh, the Halo channel is very awkward and obtrusive and other than that like the matchmaking so goddamn broken and online play was just fucking fucked but they're still good they're halo games they're still good halo's still good so value wise i mean that's the best i did uh geometry war three uh, dimensions totally the fucking black sheep of the, of the list super fun i really liked it um but i don't feel like weirdly enough i think it's the most inaccessible of the four in terms of difficulty i i played it as much in, and i got into it Man, that game fucking hammered me down. I didn't like, like you know, what I mean, it was to the point where like I actually ran into a wall. And I don't, I don't want to say I'm fucking bad at games. I can, I can figure them out if I need to. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't really feel like there was a lot of stretch room for me to get into it. So yeah, Titanfall, not by default, but it's also it was a really cool fucking thing. I still feel like that game has legs. It's just that mm-hmm. nobody's playing it. Also, yeah. really weird. And I'm really surprised is not on this list. And if it was, I'd personally vote for it. But considering what was nominated, Destiny. I think Destiny is the best shooter. In fact, if I could, that would be my fucking wild card. Would be for Destiny. If we, if wild card would come to blows with this. But I think everybody's like looking at the list being like, nah, dog, that's the fucking a list. A lot of people liked Destiny for a week. <laughs> Dude, that game's got legs. It's still people are still playing it. There are expansions that are still coming out. The newest expansions kind of like it's not exactly forgiving to the people that played. I've been playing a lot of it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, but but still, like Bungie staying on top of it 
And whether you'd like to say it was subpar or just like average, like people are still fucking playing it. Believe I it think, or not. Did, did I, I heard someone say that uh, there was only like an hour's worth of content in the expansion. Depending on where you're at, uh, uh, you know, within in, your, your, yes. your physical stats, that it, that's interpreted. Because I... I don't know because I was told that too, but somebody's like, "No, I got more out of it." And they're like, they weren't up there, but they were able to get a couple hours worth, which is even then that's what I'd expect out of an expansion anyway. Yeah, twenty bucks though. Yeah. 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 But um, I, that, I don't know, man. I mean, it's Titanfall or Destiny. Since Destiny's not yeah. here, I'm fucking going Titanfall. Geometry Wars sounds really cool. I haven't played it yet myself, but I don't know. I'm. I'm Sarah at one time was the world record holder on that game, so I'm sure that's probably something he could talk to a little bit better than any of us here. It was brief, but you know what? Mm -hmm. I would actually strike Geometry Wars 3 from this list. You, um, you, just, you just don't want it to be associated with the other games? Like, no. Well, no, it's not even that. Uh, uh -huh. I, would, I would strike it in favor of Redux Dark Matters. A wild card? Yeah. Just what I would say. Yeah, that's that's you know what I would funny? say. <laughs> okay, so I have Redux Dark Matters too. I do, and man, Sarah, I love you too. But that game's fucking ugly, and it's yeah. not fun. On the Dreamcast. Well, what dude, else is it on? It just came out on Steam four days ago. It's fucking probably ugly there too. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna invite you to look at the video that I just posted on it, and you tell me, dude. The amount of detail is unbelievable. I will be more than happy to do that after this podcast, and I, I will give you the benefit of the doubt because I did kickstart it because of you, and I did I did do these things. But I will say, uh, that one, mm, the original. I like the original. Redux, the the vert, not the is it the version one or fucking vert? What is it? Do you, do you know which one I'm talking about? I can't Ducks think of. It. 1.0. Yeah, Ducks 1.0. I like that, but the fucking the read the one that just came out from Kickstarter. Um, yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. Just hear me out. I'm gonna give you a link here, and you don't even have to watch the whole thing. Just watch some of it. You'll see. I feel like you're getting me to try food for the first time. Just like you don't even have you don't even have to swallow. Just let it touch your tongue. Just, just come on, just do it. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, while while Sarah's getting that video together, what do you, what are your what's your input, Gil? Um, I don't like shooters. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just gonna. Are, are you just gonna back away and be like, oh? I'm fuck completely back. Like, listen. I'm not gonna put my input. I don't like. I don't like shooters, so I can't. I I think that every shooter is poopy. It's all this. And you know what? You know what? I th I don't think every shooter is poopy. I think every shooter is every shooter. That's how I feel about it. Unless it's like totally broken and it has like legitimate problems. Like I heard how bad like Halo was. With because actually, it's funny is Halo. I would vote for Halo because Halo is one of the only first-person shooters I've ever liked. But. I've heard that there were so many problems with Master Chief Collection that I can't even give an opinion or anything like that. So, yeah, it's it's it, all the you can like I said, man, you can read my review to get the the full details. But there, 
issues aside, it, it's not that it's broken. It's just it's a lazy arrangement. It's lazy for what it for the hardware that it's on. And the ad, Sarah. All right, you're right. It's prettier on Steam. It is. It is. Looks great. It looks great on Steam. It, it it's also moving quicker. Um, I like. I want to say it's is that a, it does it have a higher frame rate? Uh, no, they still run at sixty frames a second each. But because of the uh, the resolution, it will control better because there's no guesswork. There's going to be times where you know you can get through a uh, a cluster of bullets, or you can uh, you, you know sort of avoid a bunch of enemies by you know seeing exactly where the pixels are. Instead of having a blurry mess where you can't make heads or tails. Like, you can see M's and P's in the power-ups to indicate missiles and power. I know. I actually noticed that. Like, you, you couldn't hope to see that on the Dreamcast. Yeah, I will have to admit. Okay, I take it back. It looks prettier on Steam. But still, not. it wasn't that impressive. Like, God, what was the other? Like, Geometry Wars is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm weird, man, when it comes to my, like, shoot 'em up Like, I was telling Sarah, and, like, Sarah, you love Einhander, don't you? Oh, yeah, Einhander is, um, is amazing. over-fucking-rated. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I, don't, I don't get the appeal of it, man. Um, it's not bad, but it's, uh, dude. Like that well, I'm shit. sure there are people on, sh- on the shmups forum that would agree with you. But, uh, you know. Well, that's, fuck the, those guys. that's the shmups for him, right? Yeah, so. fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Fucking neckbeards. Yeah, isn't that what you'd say, Andrew? Call them neckbeards? No, because I have a neckbeard now. <laughs> <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to grow a beard out for November, so, I mean, fuck, I can't, I can't hate on them now. I'm one of them. I trimmed up a little bit. I trimmed it up, you know. The fedora is not here yet. Oh, I got dude. one. I, they, I got that's the thing that happened this year. Yak. Fedora guy. Does anybody huh? watch Fedora Guy? No. Talking, talking all that shit about his fucking mechanical keyboard and that shit. Talking about how, like, boys are or swagger for boys. Fedoras are for men because men know class. You fucking. Like, oh, dude. Yeah, all right. Show notes. No, no, no fedoras. <laughs> yeah, no, fedoras. No, no, dude. No, you just got to watch this dude. Just hear his argument. I, fuck. I, I'm, yeah, I'm anti. Unless you're Indiana Jones or Harrison Ford, fuck Fedoras. Like, <laughs> it's just that's just how the cookie crumbles. All right, so I, I'm for Titanfall. Andrew, what are you for? We never really got your your clear yes. answer. Uh, Titanfall for me as well. That's a shooter I really got into. Uh, played it last year at uh, PAX and played it at uh, another conference that I went to. Really dug it. Um, not big on multiplayer games myself personally, but just something about Titanfall really kind of just stuck with me. Uh, I like the fast-paced action of the pilots, and I love getting into mechs. I mean, everything about that game was different. You know, I mean, different, but it's 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 a shooter. It's a Call of Duty shooter, but just a little more frantic, a little more fast-paced. But I don't know. I really Parkour, dug it when it first dude. came out. Parkour, Parkour yeah. Was like wall running, it. wall jumping. Um, I want to play more of it now because they introduced the co-op modes. But like I said, no one's really playing. So maybe one day I'll jump back into it. But probably not going to be for yeah, a while. With everything like else it, out. When Gil makes his jokes about Destiny, I feel like those jokes apply better to to fucking Titanfall. But yeah. to be fair, though, it's it, the exclusiveness of it. Like that also kind of hurt him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I if Titanfall somehow like if there's a port announced for PS4, 
like the fucking the clamor for it would probably like, pick up again. Yeah. Yeah, I could see I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. All right, and Sarah, she struck off Geometry Wars. He suggested wild, Redux. Wild card, yeah. If you want to, I, I mean, yeah, but if I wild card, I'm going to go with Destiny. Gil doesn't want any of this. Gil went back so home. So if you guys do that, we'll be at a standstill. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with Titanfall, man. Okay. All right, so sounds like Titanfall uh, was the fucking that winner. So going forward with that, we've got three more. We've got our best platform game. Here's our next category. Um, this one might be a fucking like a, a, a fell sweep, uh, one fall sweep. Who knows? Sweep, sweep, sweep. Who knows? Uh, a swoop. Isn't the term a, a fell swoop? A fell swoop. swoop. Thank you, Sarah. Wait, you know that was my that was your clue, dog, to fucking come in and fix me, fix fix my fucking goofing up and shit. Thank you. Thanks for picking up on that on the late, <clears throat> by the way. But who oh, cares? Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah I, I can't. I can't. It, it, it's only. It's only six in the morning right now over yeah, there. Yeah, that's that's all it is. <laughs> you know. I've already given up on sleep. It's a little. Yeah, you might as well start the day, dude. My baby's gonna be up in like twenty minutes. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Well, we're getting there, guys. I promise. Oh, it's cool. Fuck it. Uh, it's end of the year, man. Let's let's do it out. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Thank you. Yeah, but I gotta mm. work today too. So. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Best platform <laughs> game. Shovel Knight. Yeah. Donkey Kong Country. Uh, returns tropical freeze uh then we've got thousand and one spikes and shantae and the pirate's curse so i'm gonna go with shovel knight shovel knight i don't know you I'm, say i'm gonna go with shantae oh hmm shantae's good i i'd say it's it's so it's way better than the last game the last game was fucking not good whiskey's <laughs> revenge or yeah because it was just really a, it was a really know, gimmicky liked, Metroidvania game. This one, which, which is fine, I, I enjoyed Risky's Revenge a lot more than the original. I will give you the original's good, but yeah, but like, I, Pirates Curse is uh, where like I think their way forward's wanting to go with Shantae, and honestly, hmm. where I feel like they have to go because like Half at this Gene point, Hero looks yeah, because at this well. point, way yeah. forward, that's all they're doing now is just making shitty Metroidvania games. I mean, fuck, man, look at Hotel Transylvania. Huh. Yeah, or the, even the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, Secret of the Ooze, that or fucking Ooze or whatever, Ooze Ooze. That's a shitty Metroid. Yeah, Danger of the Ooze, isn't Ooh, it? Danger of the Ooze. There we go. Yeah, it's that's that's an MB game, dog. Um, they fuck. They did another not so good Metroidvania game. It's like they're. It's just they're getting lazy. Like they're ruining my favorite non-existent sub genre. So. <laughs> It's it's pissing me off. I'll tell you what was awesome was um, uh, Double Dragon Neon when they did that. Yeah, that was I, uh, my favorite stuff. part is that it's not a Metroidvania game because they yeah, it. like straight up brawler. Yep, and it's a it's a good brawler. It's better than that yeah, shitty fucking Double Dragon Two brawler, whatever the fuck that was. That Chinese developed ass game. <laughs> God damn! All right, Gil. What's your vote for? Uh, I'm on the fence between Shovel Knight and Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong's um, really good. It's really fucking good. But, like, by the same token, I mean, it doesn't do a whole lot more than, like, what the original Donkey Kong Country Returns did. If anything... No, but it did it better. It did it way better. Yeah, yeah. I agree. 
I, I, I have to say that like Shovel Knight. Again, that was another Shovel Knight surprise. did, yeah, but the thing is, it's not like Shovel Knight, like, you want to say, like, it didn't do much different. Shovel Knight didn't really do anything different. Shovel Knight took a lot of different influences. Yeah, and but then made him, it made it really good. Yeah, it is really good, but the thing is, it's like, uh, it's like I don't... fucking chocolate tiramisu. I didn't think, <laughs> it really is! But go ahead. <sighs> I'm very on the fence about it. There was more content in Donkey Kong Country. Agreed. Um. Hmm. But it's the experience, dude. God. Hmm. I. I don't know. I know. <laughs> like, All right, dude. Um, here, this is what's gonna make the decision easier. You gotta marry one, but kill the other. Well, in that case, I'd be more. I, that's that's Donkey Kong, then. Like, because yeah, you don't want to kill Donkey Kong. Yeah, and Shovel Knight. Species. I don't know. I don't know Shovel Knight like that. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, so. All right, so we'll, we'll go. With, there you go, dude. The fact that your natural instinct went to Donkey Kong, that's your pick. That's just how. That's how it crumbles, dude. And, and but I'm gonna. I I want to. Shovel Knight is. Shovel Knight was really fucking good. Like, if, if Donkey Kong wasn't on, on this and a different platformer was on this in in Donkey Kong's place, I, I would have picked Shovel Knight. So, Alright, so we've got one for Donkey Kong, one for Shantae, one for Shovel Knight. This one's pretty divided. I thought this was going to be clean sweep. I was wrong. Andrew, you're decision maker, dude. Oh, yeah, uh, Shovel Knight. I think I, I already said that earlier. Oh, alright. Yeah, yeah, Shovel Knight. Knight. I, was, I was like, who didn't pick? Yeah, yeah no, Shovel Knight. Um... Just because it, it does, I mean, it's a, it's a new game, but it captures the essence of the old games. You know, like it, it does it really well, and it's not uh, it's not brutally, brutally, brutally fucking hard like other platformers. That's the best thing about it. I, I think just, it's not, it might, hard. I just had a couple gripes with it that annoyed uh, annoyed the fuck out of me, but overall, I liked it. But yeah. there's just a couple things that I that I. Even if I, I, I feel like that's the game that you think gets more praise than it should. Is, it am does. I right? Yeah. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I mean, people are going like crazy over it when it first came and out. I, yeah, I'm not saying that, that it doesn't deserve pra- it doesn't deserve a ton of praise. It does, but there I don't so much like I don't think that the hype was was unjust, but I think the scores it's get it was getting was uh-huh. unjust. It's it's not a perfect game. It's gotcha, yeah. Mm-hmm. What what platform is uh, Shantae on? Is that 3DS? Yes, and Wii U. Mm. I've always heard things about that series. I'm not familiar with it personally, but I know you guys talk about it a lot. On Maybe 3DS, I'll check you it. can get all of them. I'd like okay. to play the first I, one. I might, because I, I have my Switch Force. So I like that a lot. That's Is it Way Forward also do Shantae? Yes, Way Forward. That okay. was the very first game that Way Forward ever did. Okay, so. Might, might and and Gil can get it. He just refuses to get the virtual console version. No, I want gotcha. the cart. Yeah, go ahead, spend the five hundred dollars, please. I have a, guess. I have a Game Boy. I'm not gonna play it on a, yeah, no. Gross. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness. Speaking of gross, because if I was gonna emulate it, I could just emulate it on something else. Yeah, it is definitely not five hundred dollars good. Yeah, it's not five hundred dollars though. It's uh, like fucking expensive. It's, it's like two hundred dollars, right? <laughs> Four four hundred if you want to complete. No, no, complete. I don't want to complete. Well, I'd like it complete, but I don't need it complete. 
Oh, dude. We're, we're, we're fucking around this bend. We're getting delirious. We're coming down to our last yeah. two ones. So we want to we want to fucking go in, go in shitty and finish out strong. So, of course, we got to fucking go through our three wheeled Mako of shame. This is the worst distinction you could ever get from. I, I think something will win just because uh, just sheer enthusiasm will probably win this one. Yeah. I wonder what I'm going to pick. Yeah. Right. So the nominees for this category is Flappy Bird, mm-hmm. Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy XIII, Assassin's Creed Unity, and Sonic Boom <laughs> Rise of the Lyric. Uh, I love it. Gil, what do you uh, pick? <laughs> Can I have more than one vote? <laughs> Like, just like that's your gimme. Um, oh, no, nah, dude, just, just for consistency. <laughs> Sonic Boom three times. <laughs> it's so bad. Everything <laughs> he, about it is bad. He, he wants to take away one vote from his game of the year and use that towards <laughs> the real make Does zero things right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really bad. I, I, I. You know what? The thing that frightens me the most. I was telling Gil the other day when, like, because again, I mean. I love I love like the work he's done for the, the podcast, the play plays, and his written stuff. But we're still building our relationship with Gil, and I had to talk to him like, "All right, I really need you to make sure that the score, that what you're explaining, justifies the score." And then more and more in playing it, I I looked at Gil and I'm like, "This fucking game was made by ex Naughty Dog people. Like the fucking people that are credited to this game." worked on uncharted 2 like what happened yeah yeah like like seeing that sentence alone is fucking insane to me that's like i'm not kidding you the the allegory like the 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 the, the image that i'd like to paint is uh fuck I, if if mother teresa held up a convenience store like that's like the closest thing they came to like how did how did these people that had so much good and well intentions like fuck this and they did dude it's like oh man like the animation's almost like a shitty powerpoint presentation yeah (laughs) it's 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 bad the hit detection i tried i tried to find one good thing to say about it and i couldn't okay you know what i'll say that the cartoon's funny the, and sometimes the one-liners are funny. Sometimes. But in the me, game or I in the show? Like, I'm sorry? In the game or in the show? Both. Very rarely in the game, to be fair. The show is fucking gold, though. I like the show. Uh, yeah. It, man, is bad. But you know what else is really bad? Unity. Sonic Boom. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like, are we just going to ad-lib the pronoun uh, of Sonic Boom and everything that we talk about that's bad now? I think we just go, oh, man, that's so Sonic Boom. Just, yeah. Uh. Um, but yeah, Unity was really bad. I, I don't even know how Unity came out as bad as it did. Mm. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see it as much as everyone else did. I, I started playing it, like, I don't know, maybe a week, week and a half after it came out, and... I mean, there were some some issues, some frame rate stuff I saw, and uh, at one point I, I got caught in the wall and, and died. But <laughs> I couldn't 
I couldn't jump down to the street from a roof without going into the hidden purgatory world of game uh-huh. code that didn't exist. Yeah. Um, oh, like there... in Sonic Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Sonic Boom. <laughs> um, there were times where NPCs are walking by speaking French. Je je uh, they weren't walking. They were floating horizontally like <laughs> a fucking like, like I want to say... Oh god, what's that stupid like David Copperfield levitation trick? Like that's not yeah, like oh, a D- Tim David and Eric Blaine. shitty gag show. David Blaine. David Blaine, thank you. Yeah. David, why did I said Copperfield? Fuck, I don't he's know. Like, why. He's also a magician, but yeah. yeah but all right, but David Blaine actually made more sense. You're correct. Yeah. Thank the, you. No problem. The invisible go karting. <laughs> um, man, the people that were like just. St- duckoed to the fucking wall like it was like a Nickelodeon guts event like it was I I could go on there are times where like audio is playing for the next cutscene of a story event for the fucking NPC that I haven't even <laughs> interacted with yet Jesus. like it's That's really funny. fucking bad and like <laughs> you know with that post embargo shit like we talked about in the last episode prior, like yeah, Ubisoft, like more and more I think about it every day that it crossed my mind, like Ubisoft know what they did, knew what they did. Like, say what you will about Lightning Returns, it may be a little bland, but it works. It's fuck, it works. Say what you will about Flappy Bird, but it fucking works. It's, it's, a, it's a working game. So I, I still have to go. It, with Sonic it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't so much the the game that was the shame. It was just the, like the thing around it. Like people were selling tablets on eBay's for like thousands of dollars just so they could have a working copy of Flappy Bird. Like isn't even the game. Like the game was whatever. It's just the the stuff surrounding it that was like shameful. People playing it that's shameful. I love that you're just like that's like that's fucking shameful. Like how dare you? Don't. What are you doing? How dare you in front of people in public? Stop that. Put that away. That's uh, obscene. Yeah, but uh, mine was just more like the overall just, you know, just everything surrounding it. Because like we talked about before the show, like Flappy Bird actually came out last year. So it's not even a game that released this year. It's just the hype of it got, you know, started oh, yeah, around the beginning of the up. year. It was, yeah. uh, what was, there was another one that the uh, the guy made called Swing Copter. Now that was a fucking garbage game. Mm-hmm. And then there's clones of that one too. Yeah. Yep, and the clones that surrounded it. Oh God, like you want to talk about like the real life Clone Wars? Yeah, mm, there. I truth. name. You know what though? To be honest though, I am, I am a part of that problem. But there's just one clone that I couldn't, I couldn't. The Street Fighter not, one. Yeah, Street yeah. Flapper dog. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, dude, this is great stuff. So I, that's why I could, I could never vote Flappy Bird. Flapper <laughs> gave me Street Flapper. Gotcha. So, so there's another game like that that there was a clone type of thing, but it was called uh, Iron Pants. That oh, one I yeah, actually I know what you're talking. I actually I really liked that. I really one. thought he was going to say Sonic Boom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a response to everything. Uh, yeah, no, because no, you know I, what? There's it, a better there's a better Sonic game on mobile than Sonic Boom. So, mm. well, do, you, are you, well, all the mobile Sonic games are good. Like even like the free to play ones, like Dash and Jump. Yeah, you know what? Are we, are we talking 60, about? They're not sixty fucking dollars. Sonic R. I would say Sonic R oh, is definitely better than Boom. That's not it. That's not the one. I'm... Sonic N. That's the one I'm thinking of. Oh, the N-Gage one? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, it's way better. It's just Sonic Advance. It's Sonic Advance, but with a metal phone taco. 
Uh, you know. Well, also, for a higher screen than it is wide, it's kind of shit. I, I liked it. I was fine with it. Dude, I'm that weird fucking guy that I... Like, if I didn't lose it at the beach with some fucking drunk, like, bonfire party, I would still have my N-Gage. I don't even remember what I... Oh, I sold the games on eBay. I still have the box, though. I remember I... And you know what's funny? Is I remember offering the games to you, Sarah, before I was going to sell them. Like, do you want them? And you're just like, no. I was going to take it when I bought my engage, and then I didn't buy my engage. Oh, <laughs> Wait, yeah! Which ones? Yo, I remember. I'm like, who the fuck was I supposed to give them to? Yeah, which I was going to buy an engage. Huh? Was it the- there, was, there was a wrestling one I wanted or something. Yeah, like I had that. the wrestling yeah. one. I had w- I think it was just WWE Attitude. I had Pocket Kingdom. I had the Worms game. I had Pandemonium. I had Tomb Raider. I had uh, Tony Hawk. Uh, I had the, the shitty RPG, um, like the top-down one. Oh, Xanadu next? Yeah, no, that's I had for Xanadu. I'm talking about another one. Oh, there's another one. Yeah, dude, it was like a like a might and magic shit. Really? Yeah, and then I had <laughs> and then I had fucking Snake, uh, Engage Snake, which I, I, yeah, I just to, really liked. Had to lot. download that one, yeah. Um, but yeah, goddamn, dude, you guys are I'm pulling Andrew. I might just go fucking buy my Engage again. Uh-huh. <laughs> With, and, nice. and but you know what I I guarantee you wouldn't be able to do because you would need a fake SIM card if you didn't want to use it as a game or a phone and like yeah. I think those fake SIM cards are even rarer than the fucking phone. Mm. <laughs> um, Actually, I've got a SIM card for mine. Oh shit! No, I do still have my fake SIM card because it's in my fucking Engage box that I still have. Ha ha! Killer! Fuck all y'all! Boom! <laughs> money! 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 Okay, no, but realsies though because it's getting late. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> What what one? Uh, the three wheeled Mako Sham. I'm gonna go with Sonic Boom, man. It was, it was really bad. There's two for Sonic Boom there. Um, Sarah, what do you think? Well, Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13 is definitely a victory lap for a race that that game never won. So, uh, uh, but no, I'm I'm definitely going Sonic Boom. That fucking okay. shit. Okay, <laughs> I'll 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 I'll, 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 do, I'll do it. I'll do it just to sweep it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who doesn't pick it hasn't played it. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's the thing. And at least you know okay, it's weird. Okay, Unity? but hey, can we can we can we be real talk for a second, too? And like I, and that's how I know it's unfit. Because like, dude, what I played at PAX was not what's on that fucking disc. It's just that's pure and simple. Like a- even Sarah was just like, I thought you liked it, and I'm like, I. The it worked. It, it was different, but it wasn't bad. But what whatever fucking made it to retail was not you know that preview. You know what's funny about that? Um, this reminds me. Um, Sonic 06. Before Sonic 06 came out, there was a demo, and the stage that you play in the demo was in a better working condition in the demo than it was on the retail disc. That's ridiculous. That's hilarious, actually. Oh, and, and the thing about the thing about Unity, uh, I heard like I know that game came out and it was fucking shit. There was so much wrong with it. But like I've heard numerous people say that they liked it. I've heard people say they had fun with it. And like I said in my art, in my review, like at the end of the day, that's really ultimately what matters if you're having fun or not. And Sonic Boom is not fun. So it's broken and not fun. So you, why? Why do people spend money on it? Why is anybody buying it? I think it's actually still selling kind of well too. 
Yeah, it is. Yep. And I feel bad because lots of kids are going to have a really shitty Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is just you being there. I told you so. <laughs> well, that. Yeah, like kids. Yeah, that's that's still that's what it's going to be. Instead of a bunch of kids getting coal in their stockings, they're just going to get fucking Sonic Boom. <laughs> You've been bad this year. You know, in hindsight, you know, it's funny, and this is how I know she's my niece. My niece once asked me, why does Santa Claus bring kids coal? That seems so counterproductive. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, he does know that that can be, that like coal makes an excellent fuel source. And that if you're lucky, you can even crush it and find a diamond inside. How old is your niece? She she turned eight. She She turned 27. (laughs) Did she really say all that, or are you just putting swear, words in her I'm mouth? I'm not making it up. She currently walks around, like, basically with a with a dictionary glued to her. So she just reads a dictionary for fun. Show off. Yeah. That's, uh, she's a strange little fucking... Sorry, I, I don't mean to be mean to your eight-year-old niece, but... <laughs> the last I'm thing smart. I read was the back I'm of a shampoo too. bottle. Yeah, I'm smart, too, so there, there's that. Yeah, I did that too. I was like, head and shoulders, but I don't have dandruff. Exactly. The last thing thing I read, (laughs) the last thing I read was the Bible after playing Sonic Boom. Wow, (laughs) it converted you. Were you checking Revelations to see if it was the end of days? (laughs) (laughs) Instead of locusts coming down, it's gonna be copies of Sonic Sonic Boom. Boom. (laughs) It's just gonna be athletic tape and like really badly fucking, just. Badly designed fashion trends like fucking also ascots. scars. Yeah, yeah, like uh, scars and ascots and God knows. Look, the game, else. the game got a worse Metacritic score than Sonic 06, so that's ah. Uh, but and, and by the same token, Metacritic. I I know I know, but it's <laughs> let's not ignore <laughs> what what the situation really is. Yeah, no. Uh, that that speaks volumes. It does. But let's let's go on to a more positive note. Let's get on to the fucking final, the final uh, countdown here. And the Golden Zonkeys, we wanna we wanna go ahead and get to our flagship award, the the fucking meat, the one that's gonna get the Golden Zonkey trophy. And uh, just to go ahead and round out what what's won so far, starting from the beginning, it was Captain Toad, Treasure Tracker for Cerebral Exerciser. Nintendo fucking sweep studio and publisher for 2014. Wolf Among Us for best tier jerker slash writing. Most anticipated game of 2015 is Uncharted 4. Best portable game was Super Smash Bros. 3DS. Best indie game was Luff Rousers. Best Japanese game was Bravely Default. Best action game was Bayonetta 2 fucking landslide. Uh, fighting game was Smash Bros. Wii U. Best RPG was South Park Stick of Truth. Shooter was Titanfall. And uh, three-wheeled Mako of... I'm sorry, platform game was Shovel Knight. And three-wheeled Mako of Shame was fucking Sonic Boom. Uh, So now we've come to our game of the year. The nominees for this prestigious award are... Infamous Second Son, Mario Kart 8, Five Nights at Freddy's, and Dragon Age Inquisition. It's uh, also a very weird collective. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I feel like a lot of these games definitely left, I, I would say, more of an impression than everything else we've encountered so far. And and then the choices do reflect on the people at PPR, though. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. We all had different kinds of tastes, different kinds of styles of game. Um, at least from what I can tell. I know we've reviewed a couple of these, uh, talked about some of these games, but yeah, I, I, I think the only thing is I think it's missing. I don't know. I feel like, feel like there's something else they could have gotten thrown in there. Maybe I'll wild card it, but we'll see. Okay. Well, I'm I'm thinking about a wild card too, to be yep. honest. Uh, though it's it's really hard because to me, like the game that I would want to pick is is not going to be fucking is not going to be a unanimous one. So I won't even bother bringing it. It's my personal one. And you, and if if I didn't allude to it already enough earlier, it's Child of Light. Like I love that uh, game. Uh, yeah. but. I would have to say Mario Kart 8 if I were to really get down to it. Like, not by just the merit alone of the fact that it's a good Mario Kart game, but it's, it, 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 I don't know, it's a testament to what Nintendo has done. And even then, like, even the DLC alone and the polish and the fact that this is very much the eighth iteration of this fucking franchise, and yet there's no fatigue. I think it's I, the best, I think it's the best Mario Kart. Yeah, it's... God damn it, it! It is really, really good. Like I, I just just the mechanic. Like it takes all of the the competitive nuance of Double Dash, with all of like the creativity of like Wii and uh, the the DS Mario Kart games. It, it, it does a lot. I I honestly did not think that the, that this game would be what it was as far as uh as far as sequel like i i I really thought like this was going to be the game that was just going to feel phoned in and it really wasn't it was the exact opposite and now we got fucking tanuki mario and link and then isabel and villager and like excite bike the excite bike track is fucking still i love that goddamn track it's it's basically the baby mario and luigi track from uh double dash just like with sweet excite bike jumps What's cool about that that track is that it it, ch- it changes every time you uh, play it. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I man, I, I I sincerely did not expect that, and, and even then, just with this, like the online the online itself, I I had yeah. no idea that it would be as versatile as it is. Like that 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 game alone changed my entire like negative perception on Nintendo's capability of doing online. Like they can granted they can fucking use a lot of work still. Like they're still yeah. out of touch with a lot of things that they that need to be fixed, but it you know the, I, the Zelda track was really cool. The Zelda track I I really enjoyed too. I feel like that that track is more spectacle than it is Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But oh man, like and there was enough that, spectacle though that I was like yeah, there's. I I feel like all around, like that game will like it'll it'll cater to anyone. Like I don't know, it's it's it embodies kind of the spirit that Nintendo is still like able to keep on, and even then, like fucking other like, uh, God, it's not even nowhere in the same league. But I mean, like you look at others like fucking Little Big Planet Karting, uh, or Little Big Planet Kart or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck that is. Uh, and a Sega All-Stars Racing transforms good, but, like, it's not Mario Kart 8 good. So, I, I don't know. That, that, that's my pick for me, man. It does, it does really yeah. well. 
So for me, um, like for uh, Infamous Second Son was the game I couldn't put down. Like I started playing Infamous and I just I wanted to just do everything. Like I I played through that game. I only did the one playthrough on the uh, on the Good Karma side, um, but I, I that game was awesome. And I wasn't really a huge fan of the first two Infamous games at all. I uh, didn't really play a whole lot of one. Didn't even really touch two. Uh, didn't even play festival, you know, Festival of Blood or whatever the standalone thing was. Um, but yeah, I started playing Second Son and like I just like that was the game on PS4 for me. Like I I loved that game. Uh, really enjoyed playing it. Played First Light. Um, did everything, even like the Paper Trail stuff. I did all that. Uh, just it was like the game I just didn't want to put down. Like the first game this year that like I played through, finished, and and like really got a lot into. That being said, however, uh, I can feel confident saying Mario Kart 8 would be game of the year just because of the fact that I feel like that game brought the system to the forefront. And it's just like that game just... There's not a bad thing about that. I can't say anything bad about Mario Kart. I really can't. Like, I think everything it does, it does well. I don't think it, you know... There, there's nothing cheap about it. There's nothing that's wrong or needs fixed. It's just, it's it's solid. Like nothing about that game is bad in my opinion, and and it, it, like single-handedly I think brought Nintendo up to like where people want the system now. Like everyone wants Mario Kart, everyone wants Smash. Like it's just it's putting them in a dominant position because of that game, and it looks gorgeous. I mean, oh my god, the, like just that that game in motion is incredible looking. You know, it's, like it's Gil- weird. Gil- it's, it's like it's almost surreal to see yeah. that game come from Nintendo after oh, yeah. seeing what they like try to pun off on the Wii and with all, yep. you know, with all respect aside from that, but it's, 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 it's insane. Like I didn't think Nintendo had it in them. And even then, and they've taken it a step further with smash Hyrule warriors, a uh, fucking super Mario 3d world. Like mm-hmm. more and more. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like yeah. who, why? Like the Wii U isn't fucking underpowered. This thing like is fine. And like people can argue like, Oh, the three, six can do this or oh, I'm like, dude, no, you can't I don't care even if it could like potentially recreate it like th- there's a there's a magic and a fucking vi- there's a vividness well, in like this design that like Nintendo is, is fully pulling out and utilizing with the hardware that's the thing that I, I noticed is a lot of uh, the the Wii U games like people are like oh the Wii U is underpowered and you're talking about how first of all this this gen's underpowered in general um, but the when you look at games on the PS4 or the Xbox One I still don't think they look that great, and that's because those games are trying. Uh, most of those games are trying to look like real life, whereas like most of these games look, the games in the Wii U look amazing because almost all of them have like a certain artistic look to them. They're all they're trying to create something that looks artistic. Like all Nintendo's Nintendo's games are all colorful and everything. You look at Bayonetta two, that game is very stylized. You know what I mean? As opposed to try, like playing Call of Duty and trying to make people look like people. Oh yeah, and even then, like, I would say, uh, Sunset Overdrive is is like a, well, is yeah, a good yeah, yeah. counter there's for always, that. There's an, that's an exception, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I but I I see what you mean. I, we're not there yet, and even though like, virtual Kevin Spacey's fucking, he's he's a, he's a dashing son of a bitch. He's he's still awkward looking, and that like that uncanny valley of dead eye, yeah, dead fucking Ewok eyes that we still can't fix. Uh, I, yeah. There, there's still like a ways that we have to go, even on our strongest hardware. Yeah. 
But, so, but that's why I'm saying when you take a uh, like a Nintendo game where it's trying to look cartoony, it's trying to look bright and colorful, you can do more with that to make it look presentable. All right, Sarah. I'd love to hear your input on this. All right, well, let's see. Here. <laughs> I think I think we're at another impasse here. I mean, just like the uh, the most anticipated game of 2015, I'm not looking looking forward to anything there and. Fighting game was a wash. Game of the year is kind of a wash. Uh, I don't know, the, the best game that I played this year was, uh, was probably Luft Rousers, to be honest, but because uh, that's that's the one that I got the most gameplay out of. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I fired it up just before we started tonight, mm. <laughs> just to sort of get a little bit in there. So I don't know. Um, Let me ask you this, Eric. Let's just say, let's just for hypothetical reasons, let's just say we bought you a Wii U so you can have one. What would be the first game you'd want to get for your Wii U? Because you have it. You might as well play it, right? What would I get? Wonderful uh, 101. That's a good one, yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Something Platinum Games, I guess. Bayonetta, sure, why not? cat's going crazy so <laughs> <laughs> my cats have been fucking going crazy this entire time it's fine it's, not, my it's something about going crazy something about holidays yeah i heard him he's a rap tap tap my ferrets have been going nuts yeah fuck dude it's the animal revolt we've seen it coming um but yeah okay so there's still even even with having the system there's nothing about Mario Kart 8 that appeals to you. I'm just curious. I'm not trying to sway you. I promise. Well, Mario Mario Kart 8 is again the same situation with Smash yeah. Brothers, you know? I don't have a lot of people to play it with here and the online was completely ruined for me with Mario Kart DS. I traded that shit in. Um to actually get NES Ultimate Remix. You know, ever trading games. Exactly. Like I'm I'm done with Mario Kart. I think for me, it's been completely sated with both uh, Mario Kart DS and Mario Kart 64. That's where it kind of ends for me. Wow. It's gotten so much better. It has, though. It's <laughs> now. Hmm. So, I guess that would be up to you, Gil. What, what, what would you say? Five Nights at Freddy's. You're going to go with Five Nights at Freddy's? Yep. Hmm. Do you mind if you make an argument for Five Nights at Freddy's? I'd love to hear it. That game is really cool. That game does... It's not It's not that... like. It's weird. It's so simplistic, but really like intricate. Like There's so many different like little... There's... It's a game that... that a lot, there's not much in it, but so much thought was put into it, if that makes any sense. Like... The whole thing just takes place in that one room, but there's so many little details. Like the the dude that made that game re really paid attention to little tiny details, and and even because of that, there's so many people trying to like pick apart what this what it's about and what's really going on. And it, it was it was gaining so much hype, and and everybody started playing it. And then before before everybody knew it, he released another one, which was which was arguably better than the first one. And I, uh, also had a lot more exposition. 
Yeah. You know what's funny though is I think it, he kind of ran into a Flappy Bird situation where the like the the notoriety and like the fame that came from his work has like driven him into like a small sabbatical. Like he's taken down a site. He's currently chilling off of social media. I believe it, it's Scott. Like it was it was a struggle for us to get the review copy for the second one. I'll say that. And you know I don't want to say that. I I believe I I could be you know what I'm saying isn't like secret insider knowledge like yeah, it's yeah. public knowledge that he's taken a sabbatical but like still like yeah it i i think that it's it's existing proof that like you can definitely like design a game around a concept as long as it has like this direction to follow through like i've no like never in a million years to be completely honest would i ever even fathom uh, something like Five Nights at Freddy's to of like to ever happen, and yet he he made it happen, yeah. and he found a way to make it like like that game is frightening as fuck. That is one of the I, scariest you know games. I, I don't even like scary games, and I think that game is so interesting and different that I, that I would I like it like that. I it's just it's I think it's such a cool game. Like Mario, like I think Mario Kart Eight was amazing. It really was, but like it's. I played it and I loved everything about it, but it wasn't brand new to me. You know what I mean? It perfected something that I already liked, whereas this was something that was brand new. You know, looking back at it, like I, dude, I love Mario Kart Eight, but yeah, Five Nights. Like I bought Five Nights on Freddy's on my iPhone, and I and I still try to play it here and there and just do it in between breaks. It's something that I still think about because, like. Even with the like the additional exposition with the second game, it like you know when you were young and you watched scary movies and in like you were impressionable and it actually yeah. like, got to you. Like, are you afraid of the dark? Exactly. <laughs> uh, I and me and Andrew have talked about. I think the last game that we talked that are that we talked about in in this fashion that's like somewhat unsettling. That, that got to us was like Fatal Frame like Andrew couldn't even finish it um, but even to that there's still a modicum to where we're like we really had to invest ourselves and, and engage and, and like the game not to say that Fatal Frame wasn't capable of like you know gearing us to do that but it took some work on our end and even when, like when we gave the game a shot it gave it something back but it was hard because we're so fucking desensitized especially like it's only more and more I mean we're just seeing Kim Kardashian's ass breaking the internet, quote unquote, you know, to the left. That's something I also happened in 2014, by the way. I don't know why I didn't mention that earlier. <laughs> Fucking potato head ass broad. I, I don't know <laughs> why you're mentioning it now. <laughs> I know, why? Well, I'm going somewhere with it. Okay. Um, but, yeah, just... Five Nights at Freddy's, like, I've woken up from nightmares that I had from that game. Can you can you ask yourself when's the last time a piece of media has given you like legit genuinely Don't ask you that. I'm sorry? <laughs> Don't ask you that. He'll tell you. Yeah. You're set you're setting up five, five night five nights at Sonics. Yeah. Oh god, would that be a terrible game? That crossover. Freddy's boom. Just like Se Sega's never gonna call us again. Dude, no. <laughs> Not after this, but I don't care. No, tell them tell them to call us when they make a good game. Oh shit! It's not even. It was just big red button. Like I said, Jesus. Yeah, you know did, what? But, and you know they, what? They and, did Bayonetta. They did and Bayonetta. So, and Sega co-signed it. So, yeah. so that's their problem. <laughs> They're like the irresponsible dad. 
Like, yeah. look at you what should, you, you did. Know. You should know. He bro. wrapped his shit yeah, around. Yeah, you gotta clean the mess up. You fucking gave him the wheel. Yep. <laughs> God, that's. Uh, we'll have to send that tweet out. Way to go, Sega! You fucking irresponsible dad, you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, Gil's convinced me, man. I'm going with Five Nights at Freddy's. Wow. I, Mario Kart 8, dude. He made a point. It's beautiful, but like. Dude, it left an impression on me. Like, you know, what's funny is I saw it too, and I'm just like, that's a weird pick. But like, and you know, I don't want to put the person in particular, but considering the effect it had on them, and then like Gil explaining it the way him and I, I yeah, I, dude. Mm. And like, I don't even know your exposure to the game, Andrew. Zero. I, Zero exposure. Oh. I, mean, I, I, I've seen and heard the hype. There's been a lot of it, and have people have asked the game me to play action? it. No. And I, I won't, would because seriously, it seems like it's super scary, and people it, have asked it would, me. You would get legit. Like I think. Okay, remember when I couldn't finish that dragon cancer? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. yeah, that would be you with this game. I don't. Yeah, think and I won't do it. And it. people have asked me to stream it, and I said no. <laughs> I said you don't get to see me like that. <laughs> That's only reserved for when I'm crying at night. <laughs> for other reasons, no, no, nothing to do with this, of course. Yeah, video game, video games. Don't deserve games. to fucking see me that way. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna wow. change it up, man. I'm interested. Uh, that's surprising. I, you know what? Sarah, Sarah, are you gonna throw in a vote to sway it, or are you gonna let let Five Nights at Freddy's be the winner? Because mm. right now that's two votes. Yeah, I'll let it go. Okay. Well, there you have it. Deservedly so. I'll con. You know, and I want to contact Scott, but he's on sabbatical. <laughs> Let's yeah. tweet at him. Be like, guess what, motherfucker? Um, but yeah. You got, you got, he, got, you got the did. golden fucking zonky. The only other games that have gotten the golden zonky as of this year, all indie games, by the way. Uh, Whoa, Dave. What? From fucking... Uh, used to be Gaijin Games. Um, now it's... Uh, they just changed their name. It's New Something. I'll have to find out. Um, but yeah, and then the other one was uh, Galaxy. For 17 bit. So the the yearly fucking golden zonkey. That that fucking goes to those motherfuckers over at uh Scott Games. I love that. The Scott Scott Games. Um yeah, man. Holy shit. Golden Zonkeys are I, fucking... I, I I didn't see that one coming. That's kind of a Honestly, I didn't either, end. and mm-hmm. it was hard for me. I because re- I I I was in support of it being on the list, uh, but you know for for as good as Mario Kart Eight is and for everything it embodies, I mean, I think it was also you that mentioned it. Mario Kart Eight is more significant for being a catalyst. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, dude, but Five Nights at Freddy's, like I mentioned, like that's a game I would never fathom would even exist like mm-hmm. and the fact that it, it, if anything it reinvigorated like my faith in the fact that like game design isn't tired game design isn't finished it isn't uh fucking mm-hmm. like recycled it isn't doomed i mean that's potentially all those things but then you have games like five nights at freddy's that really fucking turn around or love browsers or really cool about fucking that. i'm sorry go ahead no, like, just that Five Nights at Freddy's, like, 
it's a it's a new it's fresh and the thing is is that it doesn't have to like people are so concerned about how games look right now and and how many with what the frame rate is and what it's running at but like five nights and freddy's five nights of freddy's could have existed a long time ago you know what i mean like if somebody thought of that idea before it it could have that game could have been made before i and i'm totally with you and by the way their new name is choice provisions Sorry. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, they changed it. They used to be like fucking Gaijin games. They're the, the they're the same people buying Gaijin, Bitrip. Yeah. Bitrip Runner, yeah. Bitrip. Which, by the way, that was fantastic. Or Runner Bitrip presents Runner to something brother blah, blah blah. Huge, big, long title, narrated by Charles Martinet, which was pretty great. Yes. By the way, if you haven't followed Char- Charles Martinet on Vine yet, you should do that. It's good. Um, that silly son of a bitch. Uh, but yeah, and then Whoa Dave, Whoa Dave is really good. Like, ugh, I wish Whoa Dave would get like once it hits like PlayStation Network, which I think it may have already have. Uh, it it'll get more. It'll get more exposure. What was the other one they did? Explode a Mundo or something like that? Yeah, that which, one has hilarious writing. Yeah, it, that's their tablet game. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Wow. All right. We fucking did it, guys. Yay. Hooray. All right. Uh, Year's over. It's over. Episode end. Let's fucking, let's close this bitch. Mm -hmm. All right. You just listened to the Press Pause Radio Golden Zonkeys of 2014. It was a long episode. We want to thank you for sticking with it. It was really fucking sappy and sad and shitty in the beginning. And now we're just really tired and happy and fucking totally ecstatic. And if it hasn't been implied already, we're taking a small break. We've we've gone ahead, we've done our thing. Uh after you listen to this, you're gonna see the last of our 2014 reviews. Then we're taking a break going into 2015. We're gonna fucking party hard. And after we, like, finish doing whatever it is that an Andrew W.K. song would do, we're going to come back and come back harder than ever with reviews, uh, play plays, play plays up the ass. Like, we're fucking, we might just play play the entire month of January. We still got press pause video <clears throat> that we're fucking throwing in. And, like, PAX East is coming up. This will be the first year that we're missing GDC, which I'm sad. But 2015 is still going to be packed with fucking packs. Uh, we're looking at E3. Uh, we really, I, I don't know, there are events. There's so fucking shit. Uh, and you can do this by catching us on iTunes, Stitcher, Scatter Radio, as well as our website. And we've just joined SoundCloud and we're fucking up and running on SoundCloud. So please go and follow us there. We're still trying for Spotify, and I'm currently in negotiations with getting us on fucking Earwolf. So we can be on Earwolf soon. And then, like, it only grows. The list only grows in how many ways you can waste your life by listening to our podcast. So you should totally do it, because you're listening to it right now. You've made it this far, right? So fucking just do it. Subscribe. Get 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 your shit on with the PPR. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Steam. You can join our Steam group, and we get together, and we like to play games. I talked about how I was going to do a special cool Twitch thing that I have not been seeing on top of at all uh, due to extenuating circumstances that prevented me to doing it. I'm, I'm definitely going to get a leg up on it. And that's Burger Time World Kitchen 
on our Press Podrito Twitch channel, which you can also catch. Which, uh, before that, I did our Extra Life, which we will be very much participation of next year. Uh, but going forward from here, you can also subscribe to us on our YouTube at youtube.com slash Broadcast fucking like we need we could use some more subscribers we would love we'd love the people who already watch our stupid fucking videos watch more of our stupid fucking videos they're they're swell they're fantastic and finally on the website when you're not catching our videos or podcasts or any other cool fucking shit there are our editorials our written features our written reviews our 0.5 fucking scores for sonic boom they're all fucking there uh or or anything else i mean they're they're ton ton of shit uh i don't am i missing anything you think I nailed nailed that cleanup pretty well? Did I clean house nice? Is there some bullet heaven stuff that we can look yeah, forward to? Yeah, well, I mean, just PPR. Yeah, there's definitely oh. some bullet heaven stuff. Go ahead, Sarah. Fucking wrap it away yeah. with bullet heaven. I want to hear all about it. Hey, well, uh, we are coming, of course, to the end of 2015 here. But uh, while these guys are taking a break, I won't be. <laughs> Uh, coming up by the end of the year, we've got the uh, Winter Dreams block, which is going to have five uh, new Dreamcast reviews uh, for games from around the world. So we're going to do two from North America, two from Japan, and one from Europe. And it promises to be a pretty good time. Also, we've got a couple of Steam reviews that we're uh, doing a double feature on literally right now. So look forward to that in the coming days if it's not already uh, live. All right, and finally, Gil, dude, come yep. at come at me, brah, with your YouTube channel. Oh, it's it is youtube.com slash retro city zone, and I'm changing the the name soon because it sucks. <laughs> uh, I well, yeah, there's but until then, until then, you can still like I, I can only assume you're keeping the old branding for the videos you've already done. Yeah, I mean, the URL is going to be the same because you can't change the URL, but I'm changing the actual channel name and the name of the videos and everything, but yes. There you go. I recommend, I I don't know why, I, I don't remember if I saw it earlier, but I did, uh, but my favorite video he's done so far is Yonoid. So, there's there's that. Got, got to get at that, that Yonoid video that he did. Um, still don't know why he doesn't like Domino's Pizza, though. Pizza never fucking did anything wrong, bro. What me? Not, to you? Or the yeah, Noid? The pizza do to you? No, I like Domino's Pizza. The Noid doesn't like Domino's Pizza. No, no, he doesn't. He's fucking. Wait. He's just a dick. Yeah, but we we I think we've already talked at at, at nauseum about the Noid, so we'll leave him be. Uh, but yeah, holy shit, this should be the last podcast of 2014. It was a long one. I'm sure you enjoyed it. Because you've made it to this point. And with that being fucking said... Don't play Sonic Boom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's our advice for this year. <laughs> yeah, that's our advice for this year. Um, and and don't try to break the internet. So many people are better. Not really. Don't. Just don't. Why would you do that? world's better with the internet. Don't break it. Um, but I'll be there to unplug the modem and replug it to fix the world's internet. So with that being said, I'm Georgie Boy Zax. I'm pro internet. I'm toast, and I say go buy Sarah's albums. It's a good Christmas gift. It is. Uh, I second that. Way to go. Way to go being the fucking better friend. Asshole. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get some last minute shopping done. That's all. All right. Yeah. This is Sarah, and yeah, buy my stuff because I'm poor. 
I'm Gil. Fuck this up Gil. every time. <laughs> Gil. Eventually, it's I'm, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm Gil. Don't oh. play Sonic Boom. <laughs> Jesus. All right.